course, what do I want to do? I'm going to go to Walter. What do we remind well, everybody to go to HankStrange.com, damn it. That. Walter, now. you're so awesome. You're not like Babyface. Babyface always plugs BabyfacePea.com, which I don't even know if it exists. <laughs> but, uh, yes, go to HankStrange.com. That's the best way to support us. Get up on the email list. Uh, we are giving away a bunch of stuff, uh, as many yeah. things as we could possibly give away. But you have to be subscribed. That's it. All you have to do is be subscribed to the email list, and then you'll get an email from Lola one of these days that you want some stuff. So go there. Um, also, you can check out Lola's Deals on there as a menu, or there's lolasdeals.com, of course. Also, you can go to Ballistic Inc., and get cool shirts like check this out this is the hank strange logo with the blaster check out the laser blaster right there it's a laser okay you can get these kinds of things from ballistic ink as well as the new gun nerds shirt i don't know if you guys have seen that new gun nerds shirt as uh let me see i have a picture here on my phone that i could throw up really quick here for the folks to see Got a couple of pictures here. Let me see. Okay. Boom. Check this out. New Gun Nerds. You guys, take a look at that. Tell me where this is from. I'm not going to give you guys any details. Who knows? What's the gun? Where is it from? Is it, is it Parks and Rec, the one guy or something? Who was the other guy? Um, oh, that would make for a good one, though. Yeah, no. That's, that's Okay, maybe the next one. Maybe the next mm. one. I'll show the folks this. You could go check it out. That's on Ballistic Inc. So, I, I do know enough about Parks and Rec to know that I don't care for it. You know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Chris Pratt was on Parks and Recs. Okay, so I think that's it. I think we're feeding through to everyone here. Um, we, If you guys are ready, we'll jump into this. Let me remind everyone, though, smash the thumbs ups, ring the bell. Of course, leave your comments here. Uh, we will be we'll be taking questions, all that kind of stuff. Big shout out to Harry's Holsters for sponsoring the podcast tonight. Of course, Harry's Holsters, makers of fine Kydex. You could go there. You can use the code HankStrange. That gets you 10% off Harry's Holsters. What else? What more can you ask for? I think Lola said you could. We could still do Hank Twenty if you go to Sportsman's Guide. If you spend a hundred bucks, you get twenty bucks off of of your order from uh, Sportsman's Guide, excluding ammo. So that's it. Let's get into the show. We've got a new guest here. We've got Ken Ross from Century Arms joining us for the entire duration of the show. Ken, we do this thing called Jazz Hands here, man. That's how we get it started. Let's see those Jazz Hands. There we go. We're starting. I hope you got your big girl <laughs> panties on. This is episode 547 of the Who Moved My Freedom podcast. I'm your host, Hank Strange. Like I said, our special guest is Ken Ross of Century Arms. Ken, what's your official position over at the uh, Century Arms? Uh, I am the creative director at Century Arms. I've been there just under a year. Uh, started around, uh, uh, let's see, June of last year, or yeah, last year, and uh, okay. I'm enjoying it so far. Awesome, awesome! Congratulations. I know Century Arms. I think is in Vermont and Florida, right? Yes, correct. Okay. I am in Florida. Okay. Uh, I chose the good location. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, it's all good up until a hurricane. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. It, true. Good point. <laughs> yeah. We're all. So that means everyone here is in Florida then. Yes, we're, right. we're all Florida. Uh, yeah. Walter, you're in Florida. You're in the safety harbors. Right. Right. So um, and then Babyface, he's in Gainesville. So welcome everyone to the show. Ken, this is your first time. We'll try not to go easy on you. Ken's, I, in I Del Ken's, Ken's in Delray Beach, by the way. Oh, right? Delray yes, Beach. Delray that Beach. Oh, yeah. I know. Delray Beach. Is there? I think there's a Costco in Delray Beach, right? <laughs> 
Uh, yes, there is. Yeah, yes, there yeah. is. How do yeah. I know that? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I used to live. I used to live in West Palm Beach. Okay. And Lola actually um, ran the Costco pharmacy in uh, in West Palm Beach. So um, the one that was off right, right off I ninety five. So. So every now and then she went down to Boca, you know, she was in Delray or something like that. She worked at Costco for a while, so I kind of miss Costco's, and Walter always tortures me when he comes in with his Costco pizza and Costco this. Oh, um, Costco hot dogs. And- yeah. <laughs> yeah, those are pretty good, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, we're kind of hood up here, man. In the, in Gainesville, we're not allowed to have a Costco, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're not we're not good enough. We're not worthy. Costco's a liberal company, anyways. Oh, but they're not okay, they're not liberal enough for the Gainesville. Yeah, probably. Yeah, Gainesville protests any big box that comes here for whatever reason. So there we go. All right, so let's jump into this. Uh, you said so. You've been working with Century Arms for uh, you said a year and a half. Uh, no, just under a year. Just, just under a year. Start. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah. how did you, you know, what's your background here? How did you get into the firearms industry? Have you been in it for a while? Uh, yeah, I've been in the firearms industry for a while. I started out, um, uh, my uh, past is in automotive. I started out as a uh, creative director for an automotive magazine. Uh, okay. And, uh, you know, I, I truly believe that car guys and gun guys are the same thing. You just... Uh, uh, gun guys can afford more cars than car guys can afford cars. So, oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, we, uh, we are tinkerers. We like mechanical stuff and we like to play with uh, our tools. So uh, you are the, we are the same person. Uh, mm-hmm. But um, so it was an easy transition over into the gun world. I um, went into I got into firearms through training. Uh, you know, I did the probably the same path a number of instructors take, which is you uh uh, you get your CPL or your uh, CCW and you go, OK, that's really kind of scary how easy that was. And then you go, OK, well, I'm going to um, uh, become an instructor so I can understand a little better. You become an instructor and you go, OK, I don't think I know enough to teach anybody. So you start taking classes and expanding your uh, your knowledge base. And I was fortunate enough to uh, take classes that you know, I've been around for a while. So I've taken a lot of classes from a lot of uh, prominent instructors and um, decided that, you know, I kind of enjoy the, the people who are in this industry. So I want to um, uh, get into the game a little bit more. So I started working for uh, Athlon Outdoors uh, and I was their creative director for a couple of years. Uh, and from there, I moved on from there to uh, Century. So oh, OK. Very cool. Been doing it for uh, been doing guns for, I would say, somewhere around 12 years, something like that. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. That seems like a good resume. I know everyone around here likes the uh, car thing. Most of us, except Babyface. Babyface not really a car guy. I'm not going to let him claim he's a, he's a car guy, you know, officially. That's all right. That's all right. There have to be yeah. people who aren't yeah. so we can look better. So. Yeah. He's a Mustang guy. That's what yeah. he is. So. Uh, yeah. We can, we can, we can, okay. That I will give him. He's a Mustang guy. He's a Mustang guy. But, you know, the way to tell, the way to tell is like Babyface is a dyed in the wool gun guy. He will always buy guns before cars. Absolutely. <laughs> so, you know, me on the other hand, it's a tough decision for me. I just believe go broke. That's it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you yeah, don't need to pay all the bills. That, that, I mean, what money are we going to retire with? We're going to die young anyway. So. Yeah, exactly. He's a little bit too responsible. Well, you won't you won't retire with any of it if it's all in the stock market or the other thing. And there's a and there's a downturn like we just had. Uh, yeah. yeah. If you have yes, physical, if you have 
if you have physical things, and I, mean, I can't show this because we can't do it. Yeah, that's just um, an empty you, box, Walter. If it's you have physical box. things, then you don't lose that when some stockbroker gets scared. Yeah, so, you're right. You're yeah. right. Unless he uses it on himself. But well, I, then that's then it's maybe yeah. better. Then there's a sale. <laughs> then there's a sale on the way. <laughs> special prices. Special prices. Yeah, I think um, you know. I, I think it, uh, the cool part of the car thing, Walter and I, we go to SEMA show. What magazine did you work for? Can you say? I, I worked for uh, Auto Week magazine Auto for. Week? Yeah, I worked for Auto Week. I used to work for uh, uh, for Auto News. That's how I started. Uh, which uh, that's is the business school. side of it. yeah, which is the business side of the ma- of the industry. And then I went to the consumer side of it through Auto Week and uh, worked with some amazing writers and some amazing people for a number of years. Uh, until it was time for me to find something else to do. So. Oh, okay. What does and and what does creative director mean? Uh, you know what? I wonder that all the time as I'm doing things <laughs> that I don't think I'm supposed to. <laughs> no, uh, I have a I have an art degree. I went to school okay. for uh, design, uh, and I'm a designer. I paint. The painting behind me is mine. Uh, oh, really? You know, I grew up. Yeah, I grew up in a family. Uh, my father was an artist, or is an artist, I should say. Uh, I don't want to. Nada was. He is still here with us. Uh, he's an artist. He is phenomenal. And uh, every day I start to paint something, I go, "Yeah, this guy kicks ass," and I'm really, I really suck. So, oh, amazing! Uh, uh, yeah. So I've been, in, I've been a designer for. You know, I went to school for design in Michigan at Ferris State University. Uh, graduated uh, with a uh, commercial art degree, and uh, worked for the University of Michigan for a while as their creative director. Oh, uh, I can. I got to tell you something, man. Unfortunately, you are way too qualified to be on this podcast. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I don't know how to put this to you. No, man. No, man. Because uh, we might bring you down. We might bring you down. This is a warning. Nope. Uh, uh, man. I, I, lo- I love the gutter, man. I love yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. Can we? <laughs> Walter's shaking his head. Can we actually? Some of, some of us are creative in other ways. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're, we're, some of us are hood creative. We're hood creative. Can we see that artwork behind you? Because, yeah, I thought that was beautiful. So this is your work? Yes. Oh, really cool. Okay. Uh, does that help? Yes, absolutely. Okay. That's cool. Okay, so um, do you sell your work or yes, is it? Okay. I do. Uh, yeah, I do sell it. Uh, you know, what I've since I've moved down here, it's been, like I said, it's been months since I've been here and I'm super disorganized and I've got stuff in boxes and stuff mm-hmm. pushed in corners and oh. things hanging around the house. But yeah, so I haven't really put too much time into canvases lately in a, in a while. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it is, it is in me and it is God's gift to me. So I, you know, I, I, I try to do as much as possible. Awesome. Amazing, man. Awesome. So we can, we can actually get some Ken Ross official uh, artwork. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That is, cool. that is my future, man. That's my retirement. So. Oh, nice. Okay. In the uh, and you guys can feel free to ask any questions here. I'm going to remind everyone to smash your thumbs ups. Everyone in here right now, smash your thumbs ups. We're going to get to Sentry Arms. We'll get to guns and stuff like that. Um, you know, is there any consideration of the gun world getting into the art? Have you already put any of guns in your art? Uh, you know what I. That is on in my sketchbook, uh, okay. and I plan on uh, combining the two a little bit more. My brother's been pushing me to do that. He he uh, he's a big fan of me of my work, and mm-hmm. he he always calls me and tells me, "Dude, you need to do this and you need to do that." And that's one of the things he called me and said, "You know, I'm looking at what's out there, and you could really kill in this industry." And I said, like, mm-hmm. "Don't say." That. 
an industry because. Uh, <laughs> did, did you have did you have anything to do oh, with this? Oh, one? oh, oh, Walter's showing off now. Uh, yes, that is my design. Yes. Oh, it is. Oh, oh that's cool. awesome. What? Yes. Oh, yeah. Nice. The, Mandal- yeah. the Mandalorian shirt. Oh yes. Yeah. Oh, so you did the Mandalorian shirt? Yeah, yeah, I sure oh. did. Uh, and the oh. giant patch that is the uh, um, uh, oh, pew pew. Decanic pet? Yes, I did that as well. Uh, I do, yeah, I'm a designer, right? Yeah, oh. I just, I, stuff that floats through my head is really scary. Yeah, and oh. I, I get a chance yeah. to put it down on paper sometimes. So. Oh, awesome work. Also, I didn't know that. I didn't know I that. Appreciate I appreciate that. Yeah, I should have gotten you to sign it. I know I got one of the Mandalorian things. I, it wasn't, I don't think it was my size. See, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a big brother, you know, I'm double X. I, you know what I'm saying? In some yeah, places, some places, triple X, but, yeah. you know. We don't have to, you know, we don't have to get too deep into that. But Walter, Walter got one of the, uh, and then I think mine went to Chris. So we, you know, man, I should have had that signed. You know, I, you know what? I'll send you one. Right? No problem. <laughs> <laughs> I should have had that signed. That's pretty cool. That's that's uh, great. Walter, did you have a question or something? No, Looked no. Like you wanted to. Uh, well, well, I was just gonna say, Josh got the shirts and stuff for me, the swag. So. Oh, Josh. So when, okay. when you walk up to the when you walk up to the booth and you look at the uh, the video playing on the booth, that you know, I put that together. When you look at mm. the graphics around the booth, uh, the photos, the way they're displayed, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the lo- you know, any logo treatments, things like that, all of that's part of what I do. You know, along with the team of you know our marketing department, we collaborate on how things look and feel going into the booth, trying to upgrade, you know, we try to upgrade things. Uh, we've got a new marketing department and we're really trying to upgrade the whole look and feel of Century and bring it, you know, make it a little bit uh, more modern. Oh, that's cool. You know what? I'm kind of, cause I know Century, I don't know whether or not you can get into this, but uh, I'll, I'll just, I'll just drop this here. Century Arms has kind of been going through like a little sea change, different people coming into Century Arms, uh, you know, and I, I think uh, from from what I'm hearing here, going in a nice direction. That's uh, uh, yeah. Well, since I'm part of that, you know, mm-hmm. I, I'm going to say you're absolutely right. <laughs> 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 no, uh, we've got a new marketing director. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got a, a couple of new um, uh, sales director, uh, sales uh, representatives out there. We've mm-hmm. got uh, myself, and uh, you know, Century is uh, working really hard to. Um, uh, to continue to grow, you yeah, know, they've always wanted to grow, but you know, it, mm-hmm. it's not always easy to to pull a company along. So, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yeah, that's what we're looking towards. Is there like a specific? Um, how do I put it? Is there a specific uh, plan with with the direction that everything's going right now, or just like, hey, let's get a new injection of blood in here and start letting the ideas flow and see where that goes? Uh, we've got. A number of new products coming on. We, uh, you know, part of uh, for those who don't know, part of Century uh, is Canic USA. Uh, uh, we acquired US Palm. That is part of ours. We've got Red Army Standard as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we've got a number of different brands that we're uh, bringing along, and yeah, we're really proud of all of them. Yeah, uh, I know Century sometimes gets a bad rap for some of the products that are out there or have mm-hmm. been out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're working on, uh, you know, I think our biggest problem was our communication, mm-hmm. you know, ha- actually having the, having the conversations that need to be had, uh, whether, whether they be easy or difficult. Well, mm-hmm. we're, you know, that's part of what Adam and I, uh, Adam Ranola, who is the marketing director right. that we're working to help improve. You know? Yeah. Uh, so we're, we're being a little bit more transparent. You'll see us on social actually having conversations now responding. Our social has opened up. 
You know, uh, so we're, we're really working hard at uh, having those conversations because we think we do have great product, you know, and, uh, you know, I, like I said, I came from the auto industry. And when you look at the um, uh, number of recalls that an automobile gets, I don't care how good the automobile is. You look mm-hmm. at the number of recalls, uh, it's uh, staggering. But then you take a firearm out there and you have one YouTube guy jump out there and say, oh, I had a problem <laughs> with it. And, uh, you know, and it becomes this national catastrophe. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, I, but I'm sure he's got a stack of mail on his desk saying his Chevy or his Toyota or his Ford uh, needs repair four or five times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And but that's, yeah, you put your entire family in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you don't pay any attention to that. So, mm-hmm. you know, we all have our issues with new manufacturing and that kind of thing and our hiccups, you know, even the best of us, uh, the manufacturers out there have had them. You know, it's just yep. how you deal with it on the other side. And I think we're getting better at dealing with it on the other side. Yeah, it's sometimes no matter how good you deal with it, you can't make people happy. I found um, yeah. on, my, on my end, no matter how hard you try, uh, there's still something wrong. And well, other people are not. Every person's people, different. Everyone's different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every person. Same with cars too, like you mentioned. Some one person has one bad experience with a Chevrolet, and forever, they hate Chevy. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, that depends on how it goes. I mean, so it depends on how Chevy treats you, right? Because if Chevy treats you right, that might be the thing that makes you go, "Oh, I'm Chevy for life now," because well, yeah, they're, they're and, cool and with there, you. There are there are instances where even though you're treated right, mm-hmm. people still. Mm-hmm. have a hard on for you <laughs> yeah. and and no matter because you know they spent 20 shekels on their on on this thing and then it didn't work right and forever you're damned so yeah, yeah. Um, but that's that, that's just life that's the, there's no difference between that and a pocket knife or anything else it's yeah. all yes sir it's yeah, absolutely right. yeah we, we will definitely get into that when we take some of the people's questions out here i'm glad to see centuries going in a diversity direction by getting hiring a sasquatch Speaking about ads, <laughs> you know, it's like Sasquatches need jobs too. <laughs> what? I don't know if he's watching. I don't know if he's watching this. We'll probably... no, Adam had a, a nice haircut going today. Adam is one of the best dressed Sasquatches out there. Okay? How did he get a haircut? Wait, hold on a second. Uh, yeah, I, I can't disclose that oh, information. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Congratulations to him. Now, Adam's cool. Adam's yeah. cool. Yeah. We'll, we'll try to get him on here one of these days so he can defend himself he is a sasquatch for anyone who knows definitely this is you know this is one of those this is one of the uh, bigger dudes in the industry um let me get this up real quick the range gave us five bucks here he says um at ken at ken ross i need some uh canic swag i own 12 <laughs> canic pistols and shoot Whoa. them exclusively help a brother out with some stickers patches please yeah 12 Okay, first of all, the range. We need Whoa. to see some pictures, evidence. Don't try yeah. to you, no. Let yeah. yeah. What can you What can you do for the range? Well, <laughs> holy cow! That's a lot of games. Well, yeah. see, I learned a, a while back on podcast that a number of people are going to call in and say, "Can I get free swag?" And the more <laughs> I promise, the more I have to deliver. So I'm not going to promise you anything, okay? But if you look me up at Century directly, all right, and you show me some some love on social something good could come your way. I'm not going to promise it because, yeah, I can't follow through every yeah, yeah, every yeah. 3,000 people. Yeah. Yeah, all yeah. 3,000 people. Here's my advice <laughs> to the range. Here's my advice to the range. Throw up a picture of all those Canics 
and tag us. Tag Hank Strange, tag yeah. uh, Walter from Safety Harbor Firearms, tag Babyface P, and tag Century Arms. Throw that up, and, and then let us know in here if you throw it up while we're doing the show. We'll go over there. We'll give love to your posts, wherever it is. Um, you know, let us know if it's Facebook, Instagram, or whatever. Maybe we'll help you out in that direction. Yeah. You know? Is yeah. that fair? Is that... That's a, that's a fair thing, I think. Um, yes, and then there will be a bunch of people. Uh, Chris Bullis says, I need an RMR base plate for my TP9 Elite SC. So it's going to be, it's gonna be up, a few. Call up and order one. How about that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to give this out right now. Support at Century Arms. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Support at CenturyArms.com. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of those, but that's cool. That's cool. Let us know if you guys post, if you if you throw anything up there and post it. So I'm trying to figure out where to start because there's so many different um, directions that we could go in here. Patrick, Walter, do you guys have a place you want to start with Sentry Arms? Something you want to... What? Well, First of all, let's see who here owns anything from Sentry Arms. Put up your hand if you own a Sentry Arms thing. Okay, all right. So Babyface... More than one. Yeah, what do you have, Babyface? Not Century branded, but they. Uh, I like buying from their uh, secondhand section. Oh, that counts. Uh, that counts. We surplus, need to talk about surplus, that. Surplus, yeah. The, yeah. So the um, you Fixums site is like my favorite place to go and buy from. Like hundred yeah. percent. I think I have two or three things from there. Browning Auto Five. I bought your guys Browning Auto Five that was sitting on there nice. for a while. Uh huh. No, yeah. I, I, that, that is my favorite site, hands down. <laughs> yeah, that's right uh, up his alley. Just to let everybody in the audience know what that is, uh, Sentry is one of the largest importers of uh, firearms into the country. And I'm not talking about new firearms, but surplus firearms. So, you know, we're, we are an AK company or an AK uh, for a style company. We also have every other firearm out there that has been, that is in the surplus market. You know, we were, uh, 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 BG guns just, uh, came up and visited with us and posted is posting videos, uh, where he pulls out a Walther or a Steyer or, a, mm. uh, you know, a Browning or, you know, and is talking about it. We've got ammunition that is there. You know, we've got, uh, military surplus old, uh, uh garments or, uh, pouches, um, you know, whatever you're looking for. I mean, literally, I went in there the first month I was with Century, and it is a gun guy's Disneyland. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you walk through the aisles and you pull down a box and you go, this is a cool box. Just the wood box itself mm-hmm. with the lighting across the side and you open it up and there are uh, practice grenades in there, with, you know, <laughs> all stacked in there neatly you know, with blue blue practice grenades and you sit there and go, oh, this is so cool. And you look right next to it and there's a, uh, a box full of bayonets that are covered in cosmoline and you touch them anyway because it's so cool. Yeah. And so it is a, uh, a gun guys Disneyland. You really, there's some really smart guys who know a lot about everything. Uh, while we were there, we got a shipment of guns in and, you know, from Smith and Wesson to, uh, to HK to, um, um, uh, you know, just everything you could possibly think of some Keltex, some of everything you could possibly think of, uh, in those, in that shipment. So, really? There's Keltex in there? Oh huh? uh, yeah. There, yeah. Yeah. There was a couple of Keltex in there. There were, uh, there were, um, some, Older, uh, some original ARs like Vietnam area uh, era uh, uh, 
ARs. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just almost everything. Yeah. The kind of stuff you pay thousands for on Brownells, you look at it and got, you know, we've got the originals. Oh, my, cool. um, my auto five. I, I wish I could, uh, are, is anybody in support able to tell me sort of where it came from? Is that a thing you guys do? Uh, yeah, if you reach, you can reach out to me and I will put you in contact with somebody who might be able to help you. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah, sometimes it's hard to, yeah. I mean, yeah. I've seen our guys talking about a gun going, I don't even know. Yeah. I've seen this once or twice ever. It's such a life. weird, yeah. it, it was a Japanese Browning auto five that was missing a couple parts and I got it for like 250 bucks and fixed it. And it's, I love it. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. But it's like, where did that come from? Who was importing they, Auto 5? They, they buy, and I mean, I don't know. I mean, I just know about how things get bought, but they'll buy like. Just a crates of stuff, right? Well, they'll buy from, say, like in <clears throat> South America. They'll buy from a security company. Mm-hmm. All these hand, you'll see a lot of handguns and, and this stuff. Some of these are pretty beat, you know, war and everything. These revolvers and all this stuff come from places like that or they get it you know in, in just lots big lots it's just stuff, crazy you know? so <laughs> yeah yeah then they, we, we, then they sort through all that and then you get what you get you know? mm-hmm. our guys are all over the world they, they tell some interesting stories about crates coming in with snakes strapped to them <laughs> uh, you, know, <laughs> uh, you know crates coming in and uh you know getting calls from the people that they uh uh uh, purchased it from saying, yeah, we think we got out all of the uh, bats before we uh, shipped it <laughs> over. But you might run across something or yeah, uh, uh, or a scorpion or something like oh, that. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, these things are coming from all over the place, mm-hmm. uh, you know, all around the world. You know, we've got um, uh, a very broad reach and we've got some really smart guys who, who are able to spot the value in these things and, yeah. uh, and yeah. bring them to us. Uh, uh, to customers yeah. here in the U.S. So my question with, with that would be, I don't know if anyone else has one, um, do you guys, I know there's obviously forums for Century Arms, do you guys have like a forum that you officially support out there? Do you have your own forums um, and or, like let's say Babyface is asking this question here, and he's one of those dudes who will sniff out a deal Oh, absolutely. And, and figure out that. how to put stuff together. Do you ever work with, you know, with people like that just to help uh, build that community around that specific uh, side of what you do. I, I I would say that we don't have one. You know, we've got a very tight staff. You know, it's it's a lot. You know, you look at Century Arms and all of the brands we have, and you go, oh yeah, there's got to be thousands of people working there. No, not 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 even close to that. So <laughs> yeah, you know, I think everyone is in the booth life. pretty much when I go there. Yeah. That, that works yeah. for Century. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it would be great to do that, and that would be, you know, we could put that down as something uh, in the future we'd like to see happen. But mm-hmm. uh, right now, we don't. There are a number of forums out there that, uh, you know, do a great job uh, uh, that are truly fans of Century and our products. Uh, Canic Nation is mm-hmm. one of them. Uh, Canic Nation has been a great partner with us, and they've done a great job of uh, helping pr- uh, push the uh, the gospel of Canic. Okay. And, uh, what about yeah, the they, can, they what about Canic Fanatic? That's different, right? Uh, they they yeah they also do a fantastic yeah. job. They're nor, uh, they're in Michigan, Northern Michigan, I yeah. believe is where they're, yeah. uh, and they do a fantastic job. Canic has a, a great following, you know, and uh, yeah, we we are trying to build that as well as uh, our other brands along yeah. with it. Shout out to the Fanatic Canic Fanatic brothers. If I don't shout them out, I'm gonna hear about it. Go ahead, Walter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, 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 the Canic kind of 
the gun itself kind of took care of itself. It just really doesn't. It, it it's good to start with. Yeah. <laughs> so when you when you start out with something that works well, all you have to do is just provide them. I, that's my opinion. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, yeah, and we're going to keep doing that. I appreciate yeah. that. Yes, we are going to keep doing that. You're absolutely right. Canics mm-hmm. are. Uh, it's one of the reasons that I started working with Century. You know, that, that was one of the draws to the company. Uh, it is a very underrated, under. Uh, um, uh, it's not known very much in the industry. You know, it, it, and uh, getting the opportunity to help push that even more. Uh, is a marketing dream, especially in the firearms industry that is like 25 years behind every other industry as far as marketing and uh, communications. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the thing that happened, and it's happened to a lot of companies with the surplus market, is the sur- Century, as far as I know, I heard this from other people, Century found themselves like, well, the, not the surplus guns have dried up completely, but with all the wars going on and stuff like that, a lot of stuff is not ending up in the surplus market. Mm-hmm. So it's tighter. So they had to you have to do something else when there's no surplus guns to sell. So mm-hmm. you know, can you got to you have to diversify your business anyway, right? Right, you know, right. I mean, you, they they they've done AKs and they've done all these other stuff. Mm-hmm. But when Canic started, Canic that's like a whole other thing because you know you don't it's not surplus; it's brand new. It's mm-hmm. you know, and it works. They work well, and they got a good reputation and. You know, people love them. So, yeah. yeah. What's the deal with Canic? Because it, so when I go to Shot Show, I see Century <clears throat> Arms, and you guys have a big Canic display and everything. But then I see the Canic, like I see the Canic people also have a booth. Or is that is that still going on? Or that's not. If they are, uh, it depends on what, if you are in a, at an international show. Canic will, yeah. Canic is a uh, okay. international. Company, so they have uh, they have Canic, uh, you know. Turkey, Canic Europe, Tana, you know, mm-hmm. there's different, uh, it's out there. So if you go to an international show, you'll see them set up as a different entity because we don't sell overseas, obviously. Okay. You know, uh, oh, but, okay. Um, you know, there's Canic Canada, you know, uh, which is part of us. Uh, but uh, we are mm-hmm. also, um, uh, when you're in the United States, it is Canic USA, and uh, we are the sole importer of Canic Okay, so it's a, it's a exclusive. So if you guys don't yeah. know, if, if Ken looks a little familiar, actually at 2020 SHOT Show, which was the last SHOT Show ever in history. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> no, I'm, just, uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> at 2020, um, w- one of the videos we did was with Ken. If you guys haven't seen, you should go check it out. It's a very awesome example of how Lola is super controlling over everything in my life. Go go look at that video. You'll see what I'm talking and, about. And mine too. Yes, yeah, so you'll see <laughs> exactly. You will see Prime Lola in that video. And by the way, if when you looked at that, Ken, if you were wondering why I left everything in there, because I just wanted the people to see how Lola can get down. You know what? I, it was fine. Every, everybody commented. It. I, I got all kinds of emails saying, "Man, she owned you." And I, I said, "You know what?" I'm a black man. I'm used to it. No, you rolled with it. Oh. <laughs> no, you rolled with that pretty well, man. You're pretty. But see, but also Lola was making a point there. I think there were things that, and I'm always telling Lola, like, hey, if you, you know, if you see something that I don't see, jump in there or whatever. So I put it. If you want to know what we're talking about, you have to go look at the video. Lola just completely took over the video and was like, nope, this is how it's going. And Babyface and Pat and, and Walter, they see this sometimes when we're making videos. One of these days, I'm going to put outtakes 
from the videos out there uh, so people can see. When you when you two are squawking each other, that could be a video right there. You know, like <laughs> when it goes down. So, but that was Lola a good video. Yeah, yeah, she did a great job. Yeah, she yeah. Did, she did exactly what I would have been doing had I been standing over there helping direct the video, which is that no, we need to do this, this, yeah. and this. Also. Yeah. yeah. It's tough. It's so she's complaining in the chat right now, by the way. <laughs> uh -oh. But it's tough. Look, if, so if you're at these shows, and people may not realize it's so crazy at the shows. There's so many people. There's so many different things going on. Like I'm, I know Lola's running the camera. I'm looking at one thing that you're trying to show me, but Lola might see something else. So, you know, it's all good. That's why I'm always happy that Lola comes along to the show. Because to be honest with you, if I go there by myself, I'm probably not going to do any kind of video at all so that's how that goes down um yeah so canics awesome i know walter was throwing up a, a picture of the canic of, of we can't actually show guns here can't you know this youtube rules this is how it goes down reminders yeah walter what guns do you have from century arms well, maybe face talked I was about showing you before circles. we could show this here's the manual from the from the, the uh, tp9 sf elite that got one of them's uh -huh, I uh -huh. have um, I have one of the milled AKs, the C3s, I believe. C3 is that a th uh, 39? Some people yeah, are actually C39, sending me pictures yeah, of their stuff yeah, too, by the way. Yeah, C39, first gen, first generation. Milled yeah, one. let okay. me see. I'll throw C39, this up here. Uh, this is this okay. is from Edward Andrews. He sent me a picture of his uh, of his um, his Canic stuff. There you go. Um, uh, Plus, I've probably got, if they go back through all my guns with the surplus guns, I've probably got, it, it, see, Century imports it and then distributes it to other people. So I might not have bought it directly from Century, but it came through Century into the country. So there's probably 10 or 11 other surplus guns in my, in my, in my safes and stuff that, are, that came through Century That's Arms. from Century, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I've, Plus, I've, I've, got, I've bought receivers, blank receivers from them. Mm -hmm. um, I've got some Yugo pistols I bought that came out of Serbia, um, mm -hmm. brand new stuff. Um, I got two of the actually two of the um, the Yugo um, pistols. I don't know if Century still sells them. The Serbian uh, the Zastavas. Yeah. I think no, Zastavas. Uh, we do not sell this stuff. Ah. The Stavas anymore, mostly because I can't say it. So, uh, no. <laughs> okay. yeah, they're, they're doing sense. their own thing. They're doing their own thing now. Uh -huh. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I got a couple. A couple came from Century there. Those the Stavas I have. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I've got a bunch of stuff. I've been yeah. buying. I mean, I got my FFL first time right after Bill Clinton got elected. Mm, okay. So that right. tells Wait, you that's Bill early, Clinton that's, was ninety two. Yeah. Was he ninety two? Yeah. Jeez. So that's that's when I got mine. That's when it was fun to do gun shows still because there yeah. was SKSs and Those AKs. Those were the good days. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Lots of ammo cheap. Yeah, that's $100. like in the movies when you see movies about yes. the gun world. <laughs> yeah. AKs for 250 <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. But um, so, yeah, I've been, you know, I've been, I've been, you know, lots and lots of surplus guns and lots of surplus ammo and. Yeah. Everything in between, so. Yeah. I think probably a lot of, uh, of gun guys out there would have some kind of century thing. Some, uh, you know, some might some might be happy to talk about it. Some might, you know, um, yeah, might be a little bit of shame there in some cases. <laughs> you know, um, let's see. I, You know what? I, I bet you guys I have the coolest century gun, though. That's because really, oh, this, I asked the questions 
to Two. as a setup for my own awesomeness. <laughs> here we go. I'm gonna I'm gonna play, I'm gonna play, I'm gonna play this video right here. This is an old video. This is from 2013. Oh, that's ancient. 2013, <laughs> way back on the Hank Strange channel. Look at that young, handsome guy, sexy dude right there with his um, AK-74-545 bullpup rifle. That's right. That's right. That's my. That's uh. That's one of my my like. I'm. A, I collect. I collect bullpups, Ken. So, okay. All right. He's, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's that type of guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, you do have the coolest one from the looks of it. Yeah. I have yeah. not seen that one. So yeah, we got a lot of stuff in our gun room, and I have not seen that. <laughs> yeah. 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 Actually, like I, I always tell people that a lot before you, there are people that worked at Century that wanted to like buy this from me so they could destroy it, and I was like, dude. That will never happen. This gun actually is perfect. I know other guys. Um, for example, Walter, Peter Palmer has one of these, but he said his he had to do work on. Mine was perfect. It was perfection. It was born from manna and delivered to the earth specifically for me to work awesomely. <laughs> For me, and there's never been any kind of issues. Man, I gotta get my shovel out. My shovel, I gotta get my shovel out. It's getting deep. Uh, yeah, you, you're in Florida. I guess I'm gonna have to come shoot this thing. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, we'll set up. We'll set up something. You can come shoot. We, we we'll do some things. You know, but absolutely, you can shoot it. And I'm able to get. I'm able to get five four five. Just just a quick plug, Barnall. Sent me some five four five. There you go. From I don't know if you. I know you guys. Um, I know you've got Red Army. Do you, do you guys have five four five readily available? Uh, yes. Uh, well, I don't know if anything's readily available right now. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, we uh, everything is flying off of the shelves, but yeah, we generally have almost every caliber available in uh, uh, yeah. Red Army standard. Yeah, you know, we're we just started our uh, white box line of ammunition. Hmm. Yeah. You know, oh, really? Yeah, and that's our range ammunition. You know, it's uh, really a, a, a little bit uh, less expensive uh, ammunition that you take out and you don't mind shooting as much. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, that's called blasting ammo. Yeah, yeah, there you go. There you <laughs> that's go. That's what you shoot exactly machine, guns. Yeah. machine Yeah, yeah. So uh, we've got every caliber in that. We've got 9mm. We've got uh, 7.62 by uh, 39. We've got, yeah. Uh, Do you have 545? Uh, five, five? Is 545 yeah. available? Yeah, we sure do. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to say it's available. I need to check. I can't commit to you right now. Uh, yeah, I'm, yeah, okay. it, it was it was available a week ago. Oh yeah, anything that was available <laughs> a week ago is probably not. Right, right. <laughs> you know, I don't know what the ammo situation is out there. Um, I know I was talking to the Fort Scott Munitions guys today, and they told me they're they're making ammo. They've hired a few people. They've bought machines and stuff like that. But they're saying that they're telling people a month to two months out before. Uh, things get delivered, um, and they're trying to they're trying to make that a little long because they don't want to disappoint people and tell people, "Hey, you'll get this yeah. in two weeks," yeah. and then they never get it. But yeah, there is like there is a gap going on, but they're working hard to fulfill that. How's that working with you guys in terms of ammo sales? Uh, yeah, well, we're a distributor. Uh, you know, as far as that goes, you know, we kick it out to distributors. I should say we're mm -hmm. we're considered a uh, manufacturer and importer, and some you mm -hmm. know, it, it, mostly an importer of it, uh, and. Um, we kick it over to distributors and they sell it from there. And it is, it, it went very quickly. You know, we went from, okay. uh, you know, we started getting calls right around when everybody started getting a little nervous and, you know, and, uh, it went out the door very quickly. 
you know, things that uh, just like everybody, I'm sure at your gun store, you have things sitting on the shelf that you couldn't move for weeks, you know, and months. And all of a sudden, uh, you know, everything was going off the shelves with, uh, without much conversation. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm I went hearing to- that across the industry. So, okay. So you guys don't sell anything directly. Uh, we, we sell direct, we will send it to, you know, somebody goes on our site and, mm-hmm. and orders something from us. Yeah. To yeah to, they go to a dealer and they, they can pick it up from there. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. So how's the, uh, the firearm side of that going? Uh, it's the same thing. Uh, we, um, we were quite literally sold out, uh, you know, uh, a couple of weeks ago, we were, we're building back up again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, uh, uh, it, it was a down to the, uh, we were starting to pull things off the shelves. So, wow. yeah. Hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, so are you guys hiring with everything going on? Obviously firearms industry has been, uh, declared essential. So I don't know what kind of like, uh, COVID-19 precautions yeah. you guys are taking or how the workforce is going. Uh, right now we are on a work from home in Florida. Our offices are uh, non-essentials work from home. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and, um, you know, basically that means anyone who doesn't have to be there doing a job where they need to be at their desk. So, you know, I, I'm working from home as well. Um, we've got, uh, Vermont is doing the same thing. Uh, yeah, but there, we are manufacturing still. Mm-hmm. We're just taking our precautions. You know, the, uh, uh, our workers are our first priority. So, you know, our employees are our first priority, making sure that everybody gets home to their family uh, healthy. Uh, and uh, our, uh, our owners are very good about taking care of us. You know, they can't walk by. I was in the office today for uh, for a couple hours, and uh, one of them walked by and set a, a big box of masks on my desk. Yeah, and they, mm-hmm. they take care of us very well. I've gotten uh, uh, everything that I have here at the house to take care of myself: my hand sanitizer, my uh, uh, Purell wipes, my mask uh, have all come from them. Because they walk by and just set it on your desk and say, take care of yourself, be healthy. So we are manufacturing, but we are being very cautious. And, you know, it's everything else, though, that, uh, you know, uh, shipping is an issue. You know, any overseas shipping is an issue. Uh, Getting things from overseas is is difficult. So, you know, that throws a little bit of a wrench in things. Uh, You know, uh, getting things out to customers. You know, I I talked to uh, one of the UPS delivery guys the other day, and he said, this is worse than Christmas. He's never seen it like this before. And, uh, you know, for a prolonged period of time, you know, he's like, yeah, this Christmas, you deal with it for, you know, you can say this is going to be a two week run. Well, he said, this has been a month run for them. You know, every Mm -hmm. delivery guy, Mm-hmm. And it's only increased because if you guys are anything like me, you're sitting at home, I'm bored, I'm going to buy something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, plus plus they're delivering stuff that a lot of times they've not so much before, like paper towels and toilet mm-hmm. paper and food and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you can't find it at the grocery store, so you get on Amazon and go, oh, look. Oh, there's some paper towels. I'll take a case. Boom. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Next thing you know, crates I showing it. up I at the it. house. I did it. I know. Yeah. Yeah. And the and the and the paper towel showed up. Uh, pa- uh, toilet paper. Uh, I didn't get I didn't get TP, but I did get paper towels. Okay, paper towels. But they okay. were like commercial style. that would be in a mm. dispenser normally, mm. so they're not they're not your bounties or stuff like that they're used to. Mm-hmm. But hey, paper towels, nevertheless. So. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, it's it, it, it folds. It it wipes. 
In an emergency, you I don't think. I mean, we were, you were mentioning about hiring. I think you're talking about. I, I, you yeah. got to be careful with that because as soon as they say no more stay home, things are going to get back to normal pretty quick. I feel, mm-hmm. and things are in the gun business. I'm going to make a prediction. They're going to go pretty flat. Mm-hmm. So you're not the only every, one saying. Everyone's scared of that right now. Everybody's bought out. Mm-hmm. This is just like a, uh, you know, a, a run back when they're talking about banning something or after Newtown shooting. Mm-hmm. After it's all done and it settles out, man, it gets awfully quiet. The phone stops. Yeah. The phone stops ringing and and it's like, uh, what happened? Well, everybody's yeah. got their credit cards. Their credit cards are all charged. Yeah. Up. Apocalypse has been called off. Now, the one bright <laughs> part is is yeah. is that Trump money. Because yeah. we have noticed people are buying things with their. All of a sudden, now the phone is ringing more because mm-hmm. people are ordering stuff that they they got you know fifteen hundred bucks or whatever. Oh really? So like, oh okay. So it's like oh, let's buy good. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah, yeah. So I think that is true. I think there are people that are getting their uh, their Trump money in and they're buying stuff. Uh, are you guys? Are you? I don't know if you look at the stats like that. Is there like a spike in the last few days because of the uh, Trump money coming through? Uh, no, I don't. I don't think so. Not yet. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, the whole thing is interesting. This is a little different from the usual uh, shooting event, yeah, uh, because I think some of that spike is um, people who hadn't purchased before. You know, there are a lot of people out there who are making a first-time gun purchase that had never bought a gun before. So uh, you know, there's a there's a lot more of that there. Whether or not they continue to buy, you know, whether or not uh, it changes the political climate, who knows. But mm-hmm. I also think that this whole COVID thing made a sure win for a president into a maybe win for a president, which uh, which definitely, you know, peaks gun sales. You know, when mm-hmm. you start going, OK, is Joe Biden going to get in? So does this carry all the way through till uh, to January now? Mm-hmm. You know, does that fear buying carry through all the way through January? I don't know, man. I, once once the virus is gone. And people, he starts talking again. Forget it. He's done. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's interesting. <laughs> he, he, he doesn't know what day it is, much yeah. less, you know. It's like, well, that's an int- that's an interesting point that Ken's coming from. So you're saying because I would have thought like a president who goes through a crisis. I think typically what we've seen a president um, that that's in office during a crisis automatically gets the next thing. I think that's what happened with W, right? He, he was okay, there yeah. for 9-11, he automatically got it. But you're feeling like because maybe it's possible that because of the crisis, he won't get in? Some, somehow people uh, will blame it on yeah. him or the reaction to it? When you look at uh, you look at W in that crisis, that's a different crisis. That's a, you stand on a mountaintop and you say a, a, a red, white, and blue speech, and you've got an S on your chest, and we'll follow you into the, mm-hmm. the, the bowels of hell. You know, mm-hmm. because, mm-hmm. yeah, because we're all, you know, that's a different crisis. You, you know, you look at that, you know, we, ha- we could identify an enemy, you know, and we knew what they looked like and we knew who we had to go get. And, we, mm-hmm. and that was a different time in America because it stopped being about, you know, a, a black man and a white man and an Indian man or whatever. Yeah. You know, and it started being USA across your chest against the world. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. So this is a different type of crisis. This is a how is how are you helping me? Yeah, you're you know he was on a run. The economy was cooking, you know. And and when you start looking at the money, people vote 
with their money. You know, how are you going to mess up this economy? We're going, yeah, you know, this guy is keeping the economy cooking. And now it's in the tank hard. Yeah. And this is a two year recovery. Yeah. And this is just my opinion. I think mm-hmm. this is a two year recovery. Yeah. And uh, there are people who are going to blame him. There are people who are going to uh, think that somebody else can fix it. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody else can fix it better. There are people who are going to hold him responsible for something that he's completely not responsible for. You know, but uh, I, I could see how you know you you look at where he was going. It was a, it was an easy win, especially against Joe Biden. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I didn't yeah. See, I didn't see a, a good opponent for him. Yeah. yeah, go ahead, Patrick. I think Patrick wants to jump in. Then. No, we're yeah, we're um, mm-hmm. I don't feel like the economy has tanked as hard as no I expected it to. Mm-hmm. No, um, and that's. To me, because of Trump, but that's just my opinion. No, I think I would agree with that. It seems like the stock market is just waiting for the go ahead to jump in. Watch what happens. Get everything on sale. Um, uh, hey, I got money in it. I hope you're right. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I, 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 I was only talking about the gun industry. Right. Right. Because yeah. this is like, I, I consider the new gun owners like people who buy a generator at a hurricane. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now, listen to me. They get the generator because they're mm-hmm. scared to shitless, they don't know how to run it. Mm-hmm. As soon as it's over with and it's sitting there and they're going, well, what am I going to do with this gun now? Mm-hmm. Um, there's going to be a lot of used guns for sale, probably, <laughs> maybe. Um, mm-hmm. But I think the economy is going to take off like a freaking rocket after this because people have been sitting around like you at home going, um, da-dum, da-dum, dum dum Well, I'm because the out. world is I'm not falling apart. I'm except- going to eat. I'm going to go. I'm going to go have some fun. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go do this, and it's going to go like sh- like I'm telling Hank, man, buy your gasoline now because it's going to go up forty cents a gallon the day this is over with. Yeah. I, I, I agree with you there, but I also yeah, and this is just my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're just guys talking. Yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah, I, we I understand. We love is, we love a good conversation. This is this isn't a hurricane. This isn't a war. This is something that. I am 56 years old. I have mm-hmm. never seen. My father has never seen anything. Wait, like hold on a second. You, you don't bury the lead there. You're 56. I'm 56. Yes. I'm 58. And I've never seen it either. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you but, don't look. Yeah, you don't. You don't look 56. But well, okay. I appreciate that, and I'll take that. Yeah. Um, I should. I, I mean, 46. That's what I. Mean. <laughs> no, uh, this is something we've never ever seen in our country, and you know what does that do? to the people that come behind us. You know, okay. uh, what does that do to our kids? Do they say, wow, I wish I'd saved more money, mm-hmm. you know, because I ended up being unemployed and didn't have any money there and my parents had to send me money? Do they say, you know, <laughs> well, yeah. A- am I afraid that this virus isn't gone? Am I gonna, mm-hmm. you know, am I gonna, you know, and yeah. what about I see what you're saying. Yeah, I see what you're saying well, about the uncertainty because I think that so it kind of goes back to what Walter and, – and, and trust me, right now it could go either way. But if I had to make a prediction, I would say it would go well for Trump, right? Oh, yeah. It's going to go good for Trump. But, but I can see – I could see why. I could see why you know it, it looks like, you know hey, this could be 50-50 based on what happens. I think for us, from our perspective as gun guys, people who prepare for these – kind of emergencies and spend a lot of time thinking about it we're looking at it like oh please <laughs> this is not right. you know this mm-hmm. is not panic mode but other people out there that don't know any better could could potentially be in panic mode but when i look at it even there like we really don't have things right now at a month of america being locked down we don't have uh pitchforks and torches and people rioting no. in the streets or anything like that 
at this moment. And even now, like they're talking about coming out of it. And if we definitely if we come out of this and everything kicks up, it's over because Biden doesn't have. He don't. He got nothing. Yeah, he's you, not. You can't, he's, you, he's, you got, can't, he's got some kind of issue. So yeah, you can't can see. blame this on Trump. I yeah. don't care how you look at it. It's not his fault. You know, that's like that's like all. But, you, but the media, but the media is pushing that hard, though. Well, that's that, the media. That's people what people creates... know what the media is about now. The media, they've, they've blown their cover t- mm-hmm. uh, two years ago because they uh, went you know, in. They went in maybe a I'll little bit you, too hard. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you about that, though. You know, if you look at just our side of the business, that's mm-hmm. what you see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but on my family Facebook, okay, right. I see every other post. Mm-hmm. You know what? You know this idiot, this this idiot, that this is this, this is that. You know yeah. this is why we're here. You know, so yeah, it's easy to see a clear win from yeah one side, but I. I, I see it from a lot of different sides. No, I understand what you're saying. I mean, I well, think that's where the media—that's yeah. where the media is winning with people. So, for example, if we look at how there's like a narrative that <clears throat> that um, like people of color are more susceptible, you know, and then and then everyone falls into that, and then somehow blames it on who's in the in the White House, which has nothing to do with it. It has nothing to do with we're, it. Yeah. First of all, we're human beings, and we're all susceptible. Okay. The problem is maybe a lot of people of color have bad habits, you know, uh, more medical problems that get if you get this thing complicates it, you have a higher chance of dying. But a lot of people in America are not dying. But yeah, there, there a, is this yeah. there is this psychosis, though, building in people's heads. Maybe the not me and you, Walter or Patrick or, or, or Ken. But there's this there is a psychosis building in some people's heads like, oh, this is this is, you know, this is Trump. He brought this on us, which it's totally insane. But what's the definition of insanity, right? You don't know that you're what you're saying is crazy. There's a there's a rebellion brewing. If you notice on the West Coast, mm-hmm. the governors are all pretty much ready to say, "Open again." Mm-hmm. Um, now it's kind of it's, it's I, I I've already got it figured out. Probably they're not going to open and start having football games and all that stuff again, because that's just a little bit too. On my opinion, a little bit too risky mm-hmm. at this point. Mm-hmm. But as far as businesses go and restaurants and stuff like that, boom, there's no reason. In Florida, really, there's no reason why they couldn't be open. So in a lot of places, there's no reason. We've had similar stuff like this. We had the SARS, this the first round of the SARS thing. I think I saw a figure, 12,000 people died from that. From mm-hmm. SARS? Okay. Yeah. What if we country, had in America, like 20-something thousand people die? I don't know, but yeah. we didn't shut the country down for that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, this stuff is real contagious. Yes, I understand that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but we all probably of, have it. This is one of the things they're saying. Now, uh, that yeah, probably. I want to. I want to. I want to get tested before we say all probably. Yeah. But, Just be careful with getting uh, tested, Walter. You give them your blood, man. Who knows? They might clone uh, you. They don't. Who knows? Remember, remember, we already did the DNA <laughs> thing, my friend. So it's yeah. already done. Don't worry about it. I know you still have a top secret clearance, so there's no, there's no, there's no hiding nothing. They know what I am. Right. They so. know all about you. Yeah. <laughs> that, Please that, don't clone before, Walter. We don't need more. Walter. I started talking on the interweb and stuff. That was yeah. old school, you know. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So there's already a look. What happened in Michigan? You see what happened in Michigan in the Capitol? With they surrounded uh, the the, they surrounded mm-hmm. the Capitol. People are pissed off at that at that governor. So and and I would bet you I'd be willing to bet you that's not just people like us, but that's regular old folks. You know, six mm-hmm. pack Joe. Mm-hmm. That that's just like I've had my I've had enough of this goofy woman. You know. Mm-hmm. 
And you're going to find that's going to be going on more and more because people are just fed up. Yeah. I mean, it's like, I think why, I, are you, why are you sitting at home? Yeah, I think it, so to me, to me, I think life is perspective. And the, the thing here is that I think, you know, our perspective is right, right? But it com- it's coming from our point of view and how we look at things. And, I, and where I agree with Ken, and this is why I'm saying in the middle of it, there's a lot of people in America that have this psychosis that everything that oh. happened in their life after uh, 20, <laughs> when, when was it, Trump came in in 2016? After Obama left. Yeah, yeah. So, like, everything that went wrong in their life has something to do with Trump, which I, like, it doesn't matter who's president to me. You know, the things that are happening to me don't have to do with that person. But for some reason, and, and, you know, I probably we've always seen this, right? I remember being a kid in the 80s, people blame stuff on Reagan or whatever. But this is a weird one that there's some people out there, man, that... They, their, their psychosis is pushing them to, like, no matter what, this is all on the person who's president. So it would be interesting to see what happens. Ultimately, what's going to count is who goes out to vote if voting is yeah, even I, a thing. Look, all you got to do is, once again, look at the numbers, the real numbers. People will go see Trump when he goes out versus, like, a Biden or whoever. Mm-hmm. You never know who it is now. It's changing every day yeah. with the Democrats. Yeah. Um, and then they don't have any numbers. Yeah. I mean, well, if they and people, if they scare if they scare the crap out of people, right? If they scare the crap out of people, and then people don't see the reason for that fear being in their head, then they lose those people. But as soon as you can say oh. you can go back out and buy your lottery tickets and beer and go have a drink, you're gonna they're gonna forget all about that shit. Yeah, go ahead, Ken. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I think that um, it kind of doesn't matter mm-hmm. for me from a, uh, a, a go, putting back on my century hat mm-hmm. as long as that perceived battle is there through January, then gun sales continue to go well. So we don't see that flat yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, As long as I, there's that perceived battle that's going on there, right. and as long as there's even the inkling, you know, that, uh, that uh, it could happen, you know, mm-hmm. that uh, our gun sales will continue to do well. That's my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're probably, I mean, I'm, I'm not buying any, well, I'm not buying ammo until the prices come down a little bit. Mm-hmm. But, I got some of that nice white box stuff you were talking about before all, this, right, good. All, right. all that crazy stuff went on before this all started for like one thirty five a thousand shipped. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I should have bought a hundred cases and I could have you know, I could have <laughs> I, I been uh, I could have bought stacking. myself an airplane, but yeah, I could have been stacking right now. Because we we don't we're a manufacturer, so we don't have a we don't have a retail location, but the yeah. phone was ringing all the time. You got any nine millimeter? You got any yeah. this? You got if any this, anyone you got could block. get into a time machine and go back to a couple of weeks ago well, and just use all your credit to buy all the guns from we, distributors, we were, we've, we've kind of been talking about maybe just having ammo when people. We do a lot of transfers, so mm-hmm. people come in, they do a transfer, then they can pick up a couple of box of ammo, you know, on their way. But we just haven't acted on it. So yeah, here's the dangerous thing, and and anyone to can chime in on this, Patrick, Walter, Ken. So the dangerous thing in the gun industry of what we're talking about here is like what we went through just a couple of years ago when everyone thought that Hillary was going to become president and people were going to buy all the guns. So now you make extra, you make ARs, every companies that never made an AR, you know, there were companies that were making Q-tips before, then they started making ARs and then that didn't actually happen. So that's the danger that everyone's facing here. Um, I don't know if Century has like a strategy on this, but how do you guys deal with making sure that you don't, you know, 
like start renting new spaces, getting machines, taking out loans, hiring people and all that and, and build up. And then there's no one to buy the stuff you build up. Well, there's there's why we're having this issue again. You know, you go, OK, yeah, there's no Hillary on the uh, on the horizon right now. What we're looking at is basically a shutdown of the entire country. So, mm-hmm. you know, we if we hire somebody, where are we getting them from? You know, are they coming in to work for us? And then they have the same, the people who aren't there aren't there because they got sick. So mm-hmm. if something happened, then, you know, how are we hiring 13 people to come in and, yeah, to, to work for us? We might mm-hmm. bring in some temporaries to do something from right. time to time, mm-hmm. but, you know, it wouldn't make sense for us to run out and hire people. And manufacturing over our capacity, you know, it's, we're just trying to keep up. Right now. So right. we're not going to manufacture over our, you know, we're not going to manufacture more than we can. We're, everybody's just trying to keep up with uh, what's going on. And, you know, it, the firearms industry has gotten really good at this now. And, you know, we did make those mistakes. And I think uh, not only Century, but other manufacturers are looking at that and going, you know, let's be careful. Let's take a step back. This is what we're going to produce. We're going to keep our monthly numbers where they were. Yeah. We're, we're going to continue to sell what we sell. And, um, you know, hopefully, We'll be able to look at it six months from now and go, wow, we're still behind and we need to bring on new people and we mm-hmm. need to uh, uh, we need to uh, boost production. You know, that's a great problem to have. Yeah. We'll see at SHOT Show if it's in Vegas. Who knows? It might be virtual. This might be SHOT Show. SHOT Show <laughs> might go down like this. <laughs> well, don't you think this really came from SHOT Show? It wasn't bats. It was I got, SHOT Show. <laughs> I, had, I, had, I, had, I had the crap after the SHOT Show. Yeah. And, I, and it wasn't. And it wasn't the normal flu either, by the way. Um, yeah. So lots of people yeah. got sick, but this so always people get sick of shot show. The weird thing about this shot show, I never saw so many people sick of shot show. Like Lola and I were going to booths on Thursday, right? So usually things start to thin out, like Friday, whatever. We were After going three to, days, three days of drinking. Yeah. Yeah, but we but we were going to booths like on Thursday, and the whole booth was shut down. No one that worked for that company was there or like half the people were gone. I remember we went to a booth and we were like, where's everyone? They're like, oh, half the people that work here had to fly back home because people were getting sick wherever they were from. And it was crazy, you know? So I've never seen that. Although I always see a shot show people get sick. Yeah. I mean, you'll see people catch, get the people catch the flu and stuff like that or get a cold, but I've Mm -hmm. never had that kind of sick from the shot show so so it did start there and we know who brought it back with him and you are patient zero well, <laughs> that's right yeah. maybe well, I, maybe and the funny thing is my son also he started with it the day before so he started he started to feel the stuff on thursday i started friday night i started to feel it saturday flying home i felt like crap yeah and so I, all i wanted to, i felt like just wanted to get off the damn plane as fast as i could yeah so and the but, funny, the funny thing is, Ken, Walter and I were in uh, Vegas in uh, what was it, November? Yeah, we were in Vegas November for SEMA show. Beginning, of, yeah, beginning of yeah. November. Yeah, so who knows? Because yeah. this thing could go. I think this thing's been in America for a long time. Well, well yeah, you were at SEMA, and we know half of those cars Chinese. are imports that come in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, and, all, and all of the all of the products that are there, I'm telling you, that, that guys, ain't that ain't no joke. Zero. Yeah, you are patient zero. <laughs> the parts, man, the parts. There's no part. What car company has parts that are not made in China? Well, what yeah. one good thing that's going to come from this, hopefully, is people realize we need to, uh, 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 you know, pull our dick out of China. 
So. <laughs> it's true. No, it's absolutely true. I mean, that's putting a or at least at least roll on like a couple of Jimmy hats, you know, go yeah, yeah. triple, triple you're, never, you're never gonna you're never gonna do it completely because there's some things that have never there's some stuff that's really never been made here. It's always been made in Asia or Asian countries. It's made like motorcycle parts and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you know, when you're buying a Honda part, it's always been made over there somewhere. Mm-hmm. But the pharmaceuticals, oh my God. Get you know, come on, come on, guys. Uh, well, the things that the things that they're like, hey, we're not going to give them to you. We should never be. We should never be in a situation like that where, a, you know, I mean, this is America for crying out loud. That's yeah, uh, yeah, I, yeah. So yeah, I mean, it, let's make some I'm, stuff. I'm, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm all, I'm, I'm, yeah. We need this that kind of stuff, the strategic stuff, like that kind of things need to be made here. Yeah. And, and you can't tell me you can't do it here for a decent price because the yeah. technology that the Chinese use is American technology. So Yeah. Here's the problem. Here's the problem, which we've already said. As soon as this goes away, everybody's get going their lottery right back their to their nonsense. And they don't care. Yeah. About- Nobody's going to care yeah. about an N95 mask <laughs> or Purell or toilet paper for that matter. <laughs> which is going to be too bad because there are parts of this that I think uh, – are, are kind of cool. Yeah, I, like I said, I'm a little bit older. So, you know, I grew up in a four block area, you know, I, you know, your neighborhood backwards and forwards, the streets mm-hmm. to over to the left and to the right, right you know, right. Who lives there who lives next door to you, who lives on the same block, you know, mm-hmm. uh, who got divorced and why, you know, uh, who's an alcoholic, whatever. <laughs> Where did you grow up? <laughs> Flint. <laughs> oh, oh, of course, Michigan? yes. Oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense no, now. No, but but it's, it's your neighborhood, you know, and we, we've gotten away from that. You know, we've gotten mm-hmm. sucked into our phones and, you know, we're, we're oh. a global place. You know, and it's nice to be able to walk around my community now and say hello to people and get to know people and, you know, mm-hmm. talk to your neighbors again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. And actually talk to your kids, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe people will come to the realization a little bit that, Maybe living in a in a huge apartment building or a huge complex with thousands of other people close by is not really a good idea. <laughs> I mean, yeah. like, no, they're too I, somehow they're I don't too think yeah people there's yeah. people who enjoy people that. A lot yeah, of people yeah. don't have any choice on that matter, but yeah. Yeah, I think people are gonna uh, stay in that. People as soon as human beings, one of the reasons or why we've quick. survived so long is because of the memory thing. But we have a 24 hour, we have a 24 hour news cycle that still exists. Mm-hmm. 24 hours hot after that. Next. Yeah, yeah. They'll you move know. on to other. They'll just yeah. whatever. What 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 virus? What virus? Well, I, got no vi- I got no I got no COVID <laughs> virus. What are you talking about? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> people will people will move on. It's a funny it's a funny kind of thing. Um, okay, Lola is trying to be the boss of me again. She says we oh. need to talk about Sentry Arm stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah Lola. So, so, I, what, what? Uh, yeah, what we can do what, what we want to do, Lola. Just tell, just go ahead, guys. Tell Lola that we could do what we want to do. What? No, I know. I've, I've seen. Oh, uh-huh. Look at this. Not Nobody me. willing to do it. <laughs> Babyface, I know I could depend on you. You can say it, Patrick. What am I saying? <laughs> he's, not, he's looking at gun stuff. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> he's trying to buy his next project. He's or looking something. at the fixer right, uppers right. and sentry side, or playing a video game, or both. <laughs> <laughs> at this moment, he's playing a video game. So let's get back into sentry. Maybe we'll let the folks ask questions. Walter, Patrick, I don't know if you guys have questions here. What's the uh, okay? So did you guys have 
this just popped into my brain. We did SHOT Show. Did you guys have plans of new things that were coming out at NRA? NRA show got canceled. Oh, yeah. While we have you on here, can, can we get uh, some exclusives? Yeah, yeah we, di- we did have some plans, but I can't give you exclusives because we, uh, we actually moved things back because the, uh, you know, the wheels started turning and we put some things aside and said, okay, we need to get product out. So, you know, we've got, we've got some stuff going though. You we've can got tell some, me. You can uh, tell we, me. We had, we had some stuff on the wall, you know, we, we had some, uh, uh, some AKs on the wall that, uh, you know, we're, we're mm. picking up a little heat. We've got the, uh, dong that we, uh, the Visca dong, which is the, uh, the AK with the dong up front on uh, <laughs> the grip. Yeah. So, uh, wait a uh, second. Was, where if, where yeah, is yeah. this? Is this on uh, uh, social media? Yeah. Uh, actually it, it might be on our, I don't think it's on our site yet, but you know, it is okay. the dong grip that, uh, foreign grip. We've got that out there. We uh, introduced the uh, Century Arms the is seriously white. doing a dong grip. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, on oh. the Visca. Yeah, and what and, color? Uh, what color is it? Can we get different color dongs? It is wood. It's a it wood, wood. It's a wood dong. Yep. Okay, All yeah. Right. Mm. Okay. That's how. That's to get a woody. Come on. <laughs> 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 uh, you know, we we had the white out there. We had mm. um, uh, the SC with the. Uh, uh, SMS optic on it, which uh, was not for sale yet. It is for mm-hmm. sale now, uh, you know. And uh, we are um, uh, we were going to introduce a couple of new colors. We've got some exclusives out there from uh, with Lipsies of some different colors that are out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the whiteout was just it was a runaway success for us. Yeah, you can't get one now because it was a limited run. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there might be a few distributors now, but uh, it, it, I've got people on social media every day pinging us talking about, Hey, where can I find a whiteout? I, I don't know now. Yeah. I don't know where to get you. I don't know where to point you to. Uh, I, they, they sold out really quickly. So we've got some new products that uh, we're working on. Yeah. We're, we're innovating every day. Um, that is one of the things that, uh, uh, we're, we're looking forward to uh, shot show be it mm-hmm. virtual or, or real life where we get to touch each other. Uh, yeah, we have some new products there. Oh, okay. And let's see. Maybe we can get uh, Babyface in here because he's a fan of the cranks. Um, oh, my God. Yeah. Please. So what's the deal? <laughs> what's I just the... want I want 545 all the time. That's all I want. <laughs> just all the 545. And that's one of the things that was on the wall at SHOT Show. We are, mm-hmm. work, we are working on a uh, – we had a prototype there. It was kind of a uh, franken gun that was sitting there, but we are working on it. Uh, mm-hmm. Our guys are hard on that and uh, – uh, that may or may not have been something that showed up at uh, NRA. So. Mm. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Uh, if you guys, if the folks out there have questions, uh, that's what DCG 44 is, is, is saying. What's what's the new stuff coming from Century? Um, Bricks wants to know what other AKs do you do we have besides the crank? What does every what other AKs? Go ahead. We've got the Visca, we've got the uh, uh, C39B2, we've got uh, uh, we've got our Wasser line, uh, we've got um, uh, we've got our of course the Draco, uh, mm-hmm. which is just a big seller, a, amazing little <laughs> pistol. Yeah, it yeah. is. I mean, it's a cultural phenomenon. Yeah, That's every amazing. time a rap yeah. video drops, um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Draco is in yeah. it. Yeah. Let me pitch yeah. an idea to you. How about go for it. How about me and Walter become a rap duo and drop a video? Maybe Century Arms can help us out with this. We drop a rap video about the Draco. You might then never sell a Draco ever again. 
Well, then I'm going to say no, but I do want you to make the video so that we can look at it. <laughs> I, 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 I have one of those Dracos, actually. A Draco, uh, oh, yeah. Concept. Now you Okay, now you're going to be... Yeah. yeah, you're gonna say Draco in the, in, or in, in, the, in the in the one of the saves behind me here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, um, so that's a, that's a big seller for us. Yeah, you know? um, but another, our other products, yeah, you know, which one of our uh, products we're really excited about is U.S. Palm. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, U.S. Palm was around for a while. It went away. Well, uh, mm-hmm. Century uh, purchased the brand, and uh, uh, the magazine is back, mm-hmm. uh, and the grips are back. Yeah, you know, we wanted to show. We wanted to show that, you know, we could put out the product itself. So, you know, we came out with what was out there right away. You know, the 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 grip and that is indestructible and the magazine that is uh, uh, one of the higher quality uh, polymer magazines that's out okay. there. We, we wanted to duplicate what was there originally to show that we knew what we were doing with this product. So, OK, so did you just say indestructible? Because. Uh, like, the grip is indestructible. Okay, I like to try to destroy indestructible things. Uh, uh, you know, that, <laughs> that grip would take a furnace or a large machine burning rubber on it for a really long time for it to, yeah, it is indestructible. It is well put together. It fits the hand extremely well. Uh, okay. Uh, it, okay. Um, I played around with old U.S. Palm before I was uh, with Century. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's one of those things where you grab a guy's gun and he's like, check this out. And you shoot. It's like, cool, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but uh, after being here and actually putting a number of these on guns and picking them up, it is one of the best AK grips that I've uh, uh, ever seen. So okay, it, very it, cool. it's not the blocky grip that, you know, you go, yeah, it looks like it was built in a con block country. No, it, it, it is a uh, modern interpretation of what the AK grip should be. Okay, I've got to get my hands on one of these and see if I can destruct it. Uh, you're gonna you're gonna have to do some serious destructing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, you know I'm I'm down. You know I'm down to. All right. Yeah, I'm always down to try to destroy things. So with U.S. Palm, um, are you guys gonna redo the logo? Uh, no, the logo is gonna. Be, we are keeping the logo. It is exactly what it was. It is okay. going to be that. It that is a. Uh, that was an iconic brand already. Uh-huh, and, uh, uh-huh. We don't we don't want to mess with that. That palm tree is going to be there. Okay. Uh, and okay. our our, um, our slogan is weather any storm. That is our, uh, our our ad slogan for right now. So we're going to uh, hold on to that, and uh, mm-hmm. we're going to continue to push push that brand. Uh, okay. Uh, we'll say that we're not done. You've seen the beginning of uh, uh, what we're doing. You've seen it in the black, and you've seen it in the. Uh, uh, FDE, and uh, uh, I would I would tell you that we're not done with that yet. Yeah, okay. there's there's some there's some new fire coming, and uh, uh, it's it's very it's right around the corner. Oh, okay. Um, any questions here, Walter? You all were on the uh, U.S. Palm subject. No. No. Okay. No questions from Walter or Patrick. Um, I want so- an AK seventy four Mac. That's all I keep yelling, but <laughs> there's, no, there's no market for it at the moment, and I understand it. Hope eventually there will be. Yeah, we're working on. Yeah, I think so. U.S. Palm is going to be the you got you guys going to U.S. use U.S. Palm to sell what kind of products? We're going to be getting magazines out of there. We're going to be getting furniture out of it. What's the what's the vision on U.S. Palm? Uh, The vision for U.S. Palm is a uh, to continue to let it be a uh, upmarket product to be the name that it is to be the quality that it always had. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
uh, in U.S. palm products, and the, it could expand into furniture. It could expand into, uh, and this is all just me talking. I'm not saying that this is happening, so don't mm-hmm. write it down and start start putting on social media. Ken Ross said no, but it mm-hmm. you it is go, it is going to grow. It is. Uh, we've got big plans for U.S. Palm, and it will be growing. It will be magazines. It will be. Uh, it will be grips. Uh, mm-hmm. It will. It will be other products along with it, and they will be quality products. Okay. So, what was the reasoning behind, like, let's say, going in and buying the name U.S. Palm versus just making these things and putting it out under Century Arms? Was it was the brand name that? you know, that important, that significant from U.S. Palm? Yeah, U.S. Palm is an iconic brand. I mean, it really is. You know, uh, when when you look at, uh, it, if you go out and you build a Century magazine, uh, you know, it's just a Century magazine. It falls into the 90,000 other magazines that are out there. But when mm-hmm. you put the name U.S. Palm on it and you uh, uh, come out with that brand and you go, okay, you know, people go, okay. First thing they say is, can Century do it, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, there, there goes U.S. Palm. Uh, uh, but now we're starting to see where people are looking at it and going, you know, wow, they did it. You know, this is this is a quality piece of uh, uh, a kit, and it's uh, it's going to continue to be that uh, for us. Okay, all right. And is there some technology in there, or did you guys just get the name? I'm just trying to. I know this was like uh, a no, thing we, when we, it happened. We, du- we duplicate it. We duplicate it. Yeah, we 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 t- we are working with the guy who came mm-hmm. up with U.S. Palm. He okay. he works with us. He works for us. Okay. Yeah, and uh, he's one of our guys. And uh, yeah, we he came along with the whole thing. And yeah, we are we are U.S. Palm. Yeah, and we are everything that was in the original U.S. Palm is in this U.S. Palm. In okay. this magazine and in this grip. Okay. You put them next to each other, you can tell the difference because it's not old. That's the only reason you can tell the difference. Okay. All right. Cool. Cool. Um, let's see. Uh, DCG wanted to know if there were any new HK type rifles. He says he wish he would have scored one of the HK 93 pistols back when, but at least he got the rifle. Uh, I would check our surplus, uh, our surplus corner. Uh, I know that. Uh, uh, I saw several HKs come in in our uh, surplus uh, while I was in Vermont, and I would uh, I, I would tell you to visit our surplus corner often. Yeah. Let's see if I could throw this up. I, so go to the website. Go ahead. That have come in on the surplus corner, so I get the emails whenever the, the email uh, blast goes out. There have been so many temptations in that surplus corner in the last couple months, and I'm just like, oh god, like the um. <laughs> The uh, Mauser 92s, were they? The really old um, Turkish yeah. Mausers that came in? Yeah. yeah. Oh, exactly. for like 160 bucks or something like that? Very yeah. tempting. I almost picked myself up one. Okay, why, how come you didn't get up on that? Uh, it was before my Trump bucks came in. Oh. <laughs> Wait, you got Trump bucks already? I got oh, Trump yeah. bucks already. Yeah, yeah. And spent it already at this hey, point. Hey, I don't know. Hey, hey, hey. I was helping the economy. Both of my children have got their Trump bucks too. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Cool. Cool. Uh, yeah. I don't um, know what's my chances of seeing Trump bucks, but I'm not. You know, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not holding my breath on it. Um. Okay, give me a second. I'm just plugging in a Okay. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. There's a couple things here that uh, I want to go maybe to some uh, 
to some gun stories here. If, well, you know what? If there's other questions that people have on Century Arms before we get out of this, let us know, and we will, uh, you know, we will we will definitely get into it with you guys. Um, um, let me see this. Let us know who got their Trump bucks out there and what did you spend it on? What did you spend your Trump bucks on? You know? That's, that's, uh... Trump, Trump bucks. Yeah. That's always a good oh, one. Oh, I have, uh, speaking of this, uh, speaking of, they were asking about the, uh, the, the 223HK, the C93. I have a C93, too. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Thank you, C93. Yeah. You got it. You know, I've been I've been around for a couple days. You know. Yeah, I got the retractable stock joint. Whoever Walter. whoever at HK thought that that retractable retractable stock was a good idea is just oh my it's god. It's sexy. It's sexy. It's oh, it, it's cool looking, but on a three hundred eight, it is yeah. atrocious. Yeah, it is. It's a, it's, a meat, it's a meat tenderizer. Yeah, it's a cheek tenderizer. It should more be like on a twenty two, maybe. Yeah, uh, works really good at MP five. Uh, yeah, that's what it's the MP5. It's like, yeah. mm, 308? Yeah. <laughs> Are you guys... Could you imagine, could you imagine 308 full auto with one of those stocks? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Lola wants me to ask where Sentry Arms uh, manufacturers. Lola, maybe in Vermont. Maybe yeah. in Vermont, Lola. How about it's, that? It's, but let's ask Ken. Let's ask Ken. Ken, where do they manufacture? Yeah, our manufacturing and our shipping is out of uh, Vermont. Our uh, corporate office, our sales, uh, and our customer service are all out of Florida. There you go. Do you guys uh, do you guys insert uh, insert? <laughs> do you guys uh, import into Florida or into Vermont? Vermont. Mm-hmm. That's where yeah. that's yeah. where the warehouses are at. Stuff. Yeah, that's okay. the cool place to go. Like, uh, yeah, Vermont is amazing. Yeah. Well, like, also, watching, Vermont watching is right AK right right next to Canada. You know, and that uh, sometimes has a way of working too. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> yeah. The AK yeah. production up there, watching those guys build the AKs, is is really fun to watch also mm-hmm. yeah james lawson says he got his uh he got his trump bucks today paid some bills and gonna buy some guns and ammo exactly so there you go. i bought myself a 1022 and <laughs> <laughs> hey marley um, i was like i was like hey marley you want to buy us some bikes and she's like you spent all your trump bucks you can't you, you can't talk no. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, you spent you. So now you're trying to influence the I don't wife know what, what she does. Uh, listen, what she does with her trunk money. We could buy bicycles and get healthy. <laughs> yeah, you know what's gonna happen with those bikes? Can I tell you what's gonna happen with those bikes? Sit in the garage. Gonna collect dust. Uh, <laughs> bikes are good for the apocalypse. First of all, bikes don't spoil. Oh man. But you know what'll spoil. happen when it comes time to get the apocalypse out? You'll, you'll, you'll get it out and they have flat tires, motherfucker. Exactly. You'll be sitting there and you'll be it's going, damn, I should have... run flats. Run flats. Exactly. You, run run, flats. you yeah. can put run flats. That's like you. you in a generator. <laughs> Come on, man. I have, run gener- flat, I have run flats on my bicycles for the apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> I have bicycles. I, do, I don't have a generator that I should have. <laughs> get a generator instead. He yeah. wants a filter and I fix one. You're in Florida him. without a generator. Yeah, uh, yeah. I should, I should have a generator. He wants me to fix one for him. And I should then, have you know. a well, that's for video purposes, Walter. That's uh, yeah, not yeah, I know it is. I know that's it is. Strictly yeah, can leave that here. I can hear it already. You, know, you can leave that here if you want. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we well, I mean, it's got to be filmed at my place. So what's the... Of course, there's no, yeah. So. There's no question. Point. Yeah. Since it's sitting in front of me and I just thought of it, has uh, Century ever considered picking up some Hudson stuff? <laughs> Maybe oh. bringing it back to the market? <laughs> the Hudson H9? pick up any Hudson stuff? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe reproducing an H9? 
have, have you any have you seen anyone get anywhere near any of that Hudson? No, nobody wants to touch it right now. Yeah. There's a there's I, a reason I, I for that. Imagine the baggage that comes along with oh, it. Absolutely. The, uh, the uh oh you're Hudson now? Here's my look. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I turned my I set my gun to Hudson yeah. and I didn't get it back. We you could, you we should could, give listen, me one. We could call it a Century H nine. There's know, a bunch of Hudson. there's a bunch of guys who sent in their guns to get them fixed and never got them back. It's like eighty of them, I think. Yeah, yeah. if you ever bu- did buy Hudson, let's say here's a good PR move. Change make, the name. Make those guys whole. Make those guys whole. Change yeah. the name. <laughs> we don't associate with the old company. Uh, yeah, right? you can always call it the Hank H nine or something like that. Oh yeah. God. Yeah. You know, no, I, I don't think uh, no. anyone wants to get close to that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Rick says she, she's pretty, but her health record is not well. Not <laughs> <good>. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's a bunch of other things. So what about like okay? So for example, for example, um, the the PSA guys are going to be doing uh, an MP5 clone. You guys uh, getting into some of that or? I, I I I have nothing to say. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> I like that. So, uh, PSA is doing a good job. They're you know they they are they are growing. Uh, it's uh it's fun watching them. It's fun watching our industry grow. Uh, and uh, you know I like the products that they're coming out with. You know and I I look at some of the stuff and go, hmm, that's not bad. That's not bad at all. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah, but we are some healthy competition is good for the space. It's yeah, good for the customers. Exactly. Are, yeah. are you We're sure you didn't go to innovate. PR school? Yeah, oh, I think you uh, did. <laughs> I, I did take some training <laughs> in a former lifetime. Yeah, I did have to do some camera work before, and they said, this is how you walk around those questions. So. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let me see what other – let's go to – let's switch over here. I don't know if anyone has – Walter, did you have another uh, thing that you wanted to get into here? Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm just listening to you guys. I'm- yeah, um, so a couple of news things. I just want to just to switch everything up here. Um, I don't know if you guys saw this. So obviously, Florida decided to let out a bunch of prisoners. Wait, wait, right. I haven't heard about this. What? There, there were other states that did the Florida release people from, from prison, right? COVID-19, let's let people go. I don't know if you guys are aware of this, but there some of these people are not nice people and they do bad things. So this is the headline. This is in the New York Post. Florida man freed from jail over coronavirus allegedly murdered someone the next day. Please tell me it was. Did you see my response when you posted it on Facebook? Uh, yeah, we're not gonna. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're not gonna necessarily get into it here, Walter. Just so that we don't get uh, unplugged. Did he, was <laughs> but, it was it gang related or something? Like, did um, he go take a hit out on somebody? Okay, a Florida man released from jail last month yeah, to help limit care. coronavirus outbreaks in county lockups was arrested again Monday, accused of murdering a man the day after his release. Report said Joseph Edward Williams was facing drug charges when he and 163 other inmates considered low-level offenders were sprung from Hillsborough County Jail, March 19th. Uh, Hillsborough, is that whose neighborhood is that's, that? That's, that's down that's, where that's, I'm from. That's next across the street. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's Walter, I figured, yeah. Um, so, so let's see. Authorities believe Williams was the trigger man who fatally shot a man the next day in Progress Village area, the report says. <laughs> Williams oh, was arrested on a warrant Monday in Gibsonton. Gibsonton, yep, yep. Gibsonton. Yeah, so there you go. Um, yeah, so this guy should definitely get, the, does Florida have the electric chair? Yes, uh, they, have they do still have it. 
Yeah. Yeah. yeah he should definitely get that. Um, that's crazy. Progress Village is in East Tampa. It's that's a rough. That's a rough area. Yeah. It's a real rough area. Uh, yeah. can I make a comment about something? Yeah, sure, Walter. As long as okay, you're think about it first. Think about it. Yeah. Not, not, about, <laughs> not about our upstanding innocent citizens. <laughs> no, he's not innocent. Jail. He's not innocent. No, yeah. upstanding, upstanding. Citizens. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, I'm looking on Fox News. Now, how long does it take for people to realize that this thing didn't start in no wet market? Are we still talking about that? What's Fox, Fox News? Sources Some rumors never die. So, so sources believe coronavirus originated in a Wuhan lab as part of China's effort to compete with the U.S. It's like, duh. Well, I saw in the press conference today, I saw a reporter asking Trump about that. Duh. I mean, if you, if you, I, that, there's, there's, there's tons of evidence out there how it all happened, you know, if you just read. Um, even, even on the Internet, there's even tons of evidence, you know, real, mm-hmm. real evidence. But it, it takes like a month for the press to figure out that this didn't come from a Somebody eating bats at a, at a, at a, at a, no. So uh, there was a, there was a reporter right before we got on air and Trump was doing a press conference. There was a reporter that asked him, I think it was a Fox News reporter. He said, okay, so there's these, there's these uh, confirmations coming out now that in Wuhan, there was a lab developing this, this virus. And then an intern at that lab got sick, passed it on to her boyfriend who, I think maybe the boyfriend worked at a wet market or something like that, you know, and they were asking Trump about it, which he did not. He declined to comment on it. Yeah, he's keep his tight lip. Yeah. Yeah. So we don't I'm we sure have no clue of what's happening here. We've just shut down the whole planet. We, we don't really know. As citizens don't. But yeah. I'm pretty sure our intelligence agencies know oh, exactly no where it came what happened. And a yep. lot of times the stuff actually like with the nuclear type stuff, when it when it there's there's um. If it came out of a lab, they might have been messing with the actual virus to make it more of this or more of that or do this or do more that. More virulent. That's and, the and it'll and it'll it'll have tags in there that'll tell you genetic it, coding. Yes, right, right stuff that, like that. Yeah, that's the one of the theories. the The head of the one of the Wuhan lab uh, research departments studies coronaviruses specifically in bat populations. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That's mm. all of this stuff that other than, hey, it came from the lab, basically mm. everything else has been documented yeah. by the Chinese government, which is hilarious yep. because yep. they yep. then went and tried to, like, scrub the records of, like, who's working at the lab, who was and no she longer she is nowhere to be found. Oh, nope. and never nope. will She's ever here. be found. Uh. <laughs> but the, gov- the Chinese government did say that she is safe, she is not dead, and they know where she is. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> Just like all those K-pop bands that keep disappearing right. from us. Uh, well, also, um... <laughs> You know, got, just remember something. The original SARS virus came from Wuhan too. It did, and that's and, another and that, corona. That lab, that lab we talk, that lab we talk about is one of the major, is the major uh, biological. Um, um, we're going to say it right here: weapons labs that the Chinese run. So they, yes, yeah, they. Um, it's and not. SARS, it's not, it's not a coincidence. Of, yeah, I, a, I noticed a, Walter and Patrick are all over this one. They're all this one. This one. This, one, this they are reading up true. on. <laughs> like a, it's, it's the same thing like Benghazi. I keep saying when Benghazi happened, all the evidence uh, yeah. is there. Oh, for it's sure. It's just people don't want to accept it or they don't want to, you know, whatever. Because it leads to places that. Yeah, there's people it. still saying that Benghazi is fake news. Yeah, <laughs> you can just ask John Tigan about that. Yeah, ask those guys that were there. Yeah. <laughs> 
who has that's something that to dead, say. That's that dead. Uh, uh, the uh, ambassador. Yeah. 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 Um, just quickly here, James Lawson gave us uh, ten bucks here. He says, uh, "Hank, I love the show every night. Walter, Babyface, P, etc. Thank you. Awesome. We appreciate that. Let me ask you guys this question on, along the lines. Let's see. Sorry. I want to see what everyone has to say here, because um, we've got you. Yeah, we've got a nice mixed up uh, panel today. Mm. Um, let's say we confirm all this stuff about China and China had you know something to do with this, etc. Um, will you guys be out there demanding reparations? What do you think about reparations Rep- from China? You got to use that word, don't you? Reparations. Yes. yes. <laughs> I just want to know. I just. I, I'm just curious. Happen. Huh? Ain't gonna happen. It ain't. You're not happen. gonna get. You don't think you would get Chinese you know reparations? How you, you know how you get your reparations from the chai combs? Uh huh. You pull your manufacturing out of there. That's, That's all you pretty get much it. That's the only way we. They can understand. Make them they understand one thing, and it's called bunny. That's it. That's mm-hmm. absolutely it. That's it. That's, yeah. That's all they care about is taking your money and undermining your economy. That's it. Yeah. yeah. So, what do you think about this, Ken? <laughs> Uh, I think that you're right. I think that uh, this all gets brushed. Even if it's true, it gets brushed under the rug because you got to go to war for something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And who's willing to go to war with China? <laughs> yeah. It, no, it, no, no, no. You'll fight the war. They're fighting a war with us right now. Right. Economically. E- economic yeah. war. But, but so, and, and, and through that economic dominance, they're building their military. Mm-hmm. They're, 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 they're taking control of Pacific. The Pacific origin the region that whole water the navy is huge and 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 a lot of that happened before uh, mr uh, trump did got you, elected did, did <laughs> so. you see the island that they built out in the pacific and yeah. then said oh, this is chinese territory and they're yeah. like you can't just dredge up an island and call it chinese territory and now stay away like don't, don't get near yeah. it don't get near it yeah, yeah it's like <laughs> so what do you do you think that so yeah do you think we in the in an economic war and i'll start with ken on this one with China, who do you think wins? Nobody. Yeah, that's exactly. I, I don't think anybody wins on that one. No. I, I don't. Yeah, even when we start talking about sanctions and mm-hmm. what you know, pushing back, you know, we're we're too. Uh, there's too much bodily fluid that's been swapped. Yeah, it it, <laughs> it, uh, it, it is done. Everybody's got the same thing right now, and uh, we're 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 in this bed together and. Uh, they can push back and forth as much as they want to, but they er, both sides know that they need the other one. Just you know, we are their self selling market. They need us to sell their products. Yeah, you know, we need them for manufacturing. Uh, uh, it's, yeah. Uh, uh, there's so, lots of. I mean, there's lots. Go, go ahead, ahead. Walt. Go, no, no. I was go ahead. Say manufacturing wise, the Chinese will soon be like Japan is, where they'll be too expensive. Uh, um, that could, that could be, but in there's China, lots of other up and coming uh, poor countries we can. <laughs> well, it's the truth. No, it is, why, it is. And you know, my son brought it up. Why did Trump go to India? He didn't go to India to discuss and go see the Taj Mahal. He went to discuss trade and manufacturing and stuff like that. I, India yeah. is ha, has yet to be fully exploited, and that's <sighs> that's the truth about it. Wish we could well, bring some manufacturing. Home. India, you've got India, you've got Africa. India is going to be way ahead of Africa on you've that. You've got just all in terms of South of America, all yeah. of South America, mm-hmm. and Central America. Mm-hmm. So you, you the, Chi- the Chinese can't. The Chinese can't feed themselves. They don't have enough food. They don't have enough oil to run their mach- run their economy. They got to have that, and they got to have food. Yeah. They're very dependent on others for that. If we stop buying their stuff or cut it back, they suffer. But here's the thing. China's been buying up countries, man. 
So you were just talking about South America. China's been taking over quietly, you know, well, in the shadows, yes. like the Illuminati taking over countries in Africa and <laughs> South America. Am, am I wrong on this? Am I making no, they come sure? in and they say, I come in, okay, we build you road. We build you road. We build you highway. Uh, but we, you got to take a 5G. <laughs> you need to have uh, what's and, a, and if you take Huawei's five G. <laughs> if you take their five G, they're spying on you twenty four seven. If you get into the if you get into bed, you're done. I mean, it's like my my brother does IT stuff, and he he had so many clients that like they're going to China. He he before they go, he wipes their computer, puts all this you know uh, antivirus oh, oh, stuff he, on there. They come back bombed. Their oh, computer's yeah. done. They <laughs> they have, if you go to China on business, you never, no. ever take your primary devices, ever. Yeah. Because the second you hit Chinese shores, they are going to be spying on your stuff and putting whatever they can on it to get yeah. whatever data they so can. So then it's they probably have, too late for for at least the next hundred years. Go ahead. They've got technology that they stole from us for at least the next hundred years. They, they, what, no, they didn't. a lot of it they didn't steal. A lot of it was given to them. Uh, Bill Clinton gave yeah. them the guidance technology for missiles. That's one of the reasons how they have a space program, mm -hmm. um, and it goes on and on and on. Mm -hmm. But they have basically millions of people working, just doing IT snooping. Mm -hmm. You know, millions, yeah. literally mm -hmm. millions. I mean, mm -hmm. it's like, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So how easy would it be? And then let's not forget this: people in America are not about to start paying. You know, like if you compl if you're if you're mad about your iPhone costing like a thousand dollars, are you ready for your iPhone to be five thousand dollars? I don't buy that shit, and the reason I don't <laughs> buy that shit because all that technology that builds that stuff in China, it came from here. Yeah, uh, you're that, saying you don't. Ice, you're saying you don't buy that as you hold up your iPhone. Yeah, but no, I know he's saying he doesn't buy into the idea oh, of five thousand. You can't do oh. it here. That that is oh, a, it's, okay. a, it's a crazy concept. And besides, do you use all the stuff on your phone? Oh, I use everything. No. Man. Yeah, you don't yeah. use everything. Oh, I use my phone to the hilt. Pretty much. Yeah, I, 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 I know. Yeah. I oh. used to. I don't a whole lot anymore. Yeah. Um, Walter, come on. Sometimes I make I make videos on the channel from my phone. I take notes. I'm calling business stuff. Okay. I need my phone more than anything. I I, I know that sounds horrible. Not everybody does. I'm not saying, I'm not saying it's a good a, thing. I'm not saying there's it's a, a large percentage of people that do. That yeah, my, that the phone thing is too dangerous. That's like. Mm -hmm. My kids use it as their primary entertainment source. I mean, they seriously watch HBO, whatever, Showtime, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Netflix. Everything is done on their phone. Yeah. Wild. Walter, you're old school. You're old school. So I'm not saying like. I can't stand watching anything that's. I mean, oh, I, I watch know. YouTube stuff every once in a while in here. Yeah. But I, I agree with what Ken said, though. Like my like I've got my kids have big TVs. I go in their room. They're looking at their phone. Uh, no, no way, man. You know. Because you can put it right from your phone right to the TV, so why? You're practical. I'm with you. It's easier when you just go. I know, I know. You yeah. just put it right up there, and you're doing it, and you're going. We are you know. old school. We Our brains do I, not work the way these kids' brains work, okay? It's, no, it's true. It's absolutely true. <laughs> they are and completely I say, different I, creatures. I, as young as I am, I... I feel like I sometimes fall into the old school style no, you're things old where man. I'm just like, why? Yeah. Why? Like, I don't want to watch that tiny little screen. Yeah. Why would I do that? Look at yeah, what the kids yeah. are I, mean, I grew up with a time when, okay, let me see here. Some people had a 12-inch TV, and all they wanted <laughs> was the biggest TV they could get, right? <laughs> mm -hmm. Alex. Right. So now you get the 70-inch ginormous whatever TV, and now you're back watching it again on your little freaking phone? Well, the kids never did it. That's the thing. The yeah. kids well, never or did it. The thing that gets me too is 
100 plus years of trying to make the phone the best phone service in the world. And then we all start using this. And I got cut off from one guy today three times. I had three different calls to try to get a conversation done. It's like, come on, man. You haven't gained anything. You think you've gained all this stuff. Walter, you are the past. The kids are the future. This this is, I had this conversation with my brother. He, This has replaced more items in your home than any other product ever has. The watch, the baby face is showing a watch. It has killed the watch industry 100%. They kill their own. It eats its own. They eat their own products. The walk, the Walkman, the iPod. iPods are yeah. dead. In-home television, yeah. entertainment, uh, gaming centers, yeah, are struggling now to keep up. They have yeah. to innovate to beat. This things. is why China wants that. That's why they want Huawei. That's why they're trying to leverage all of this stuff against nations and telling nations, "Hey, you want these supplies for this stuff that only we have? You got to agree to that 5G, baby." Yeah, but. They don't. I know Walter. The Chinese are not the only people who can build highways in the Chinese. I'm, I'm yeah, with but you. No, they're willing, but they're willing to they're willing to give it away in to trade. be able to spy on you. Spying, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Because they know if they can listen to your conversations, they can get the technology that's real. Yeah, building roads is hundred year old technology. That doesn't matter. Fuck, that's that's ancient shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but they want to know how you're your newest rockets working and they want to know how your newest, uh, uh, you know, whatever is working. So, I mean, but isn't that, isn't that like what the crack dealer does? Isn't that what the, that's, isn't that what like a good, a good crack dealer will move into the neighborhood and start giving out crack for free. Mm-hmm. Now, when everyone's a crackhead, yeah, but eventually, the king of the neighborhood. eventually he gets killed and so, you know, and somebody else takes his place. Yeah, that's, <laughs> <it's true. laughs> That's, that's called. That's well, like if you ever saw the Lion King. That's called the Circle of Life. <laughs> I I watched that whole thing on Highway Rick uh, Rick Ross, and that was pretty interesting. <laughs> exactly. Once again, once again with China, it comes to a point where the Chinese people, you know, they're not China of twenty years ago. They're not mm-hmm. China of fifty years ago. No. Um, you can only they're China of now, and they see all this stuff, and they're not cheap. Cheap China's not the cheapest place to make stuff. Um, so. Things change, like you're saying. Yeah, absolutely. So. Yeah, but we have to. So here's the problem. So this is a problem to me. That the thing that's happened in America is that, in order for you to be to to really be able to out leverage someone on this, you have to be ahead of it. We're not ahead of it. So what I mean by being ahead of it, we the the kids that we're talking about, like my kids, you know, being 19 and 20 years old, those kids have to already be prepped to go out and do things. But that hasn't happened in America, right? So if that we're, hasn't happened here, we're not, this is actually, yeah, we're not ready for this, that. These, this kind of event like this is actually good for the children's. You think because so? Because it makes them, a lot of them will, will see things differently now. I help. think so, but I'm here's just... what's happening with my kids. Now, they're on a completely different schedule. When I'm waking oh. up, that's when they're about to go going to sleep. Wait yeah. till they get full-time jobs. Things will change. Yeah, yeah. see, they, they, you're talking about people that don't have any responsibilities. Yeah, it's, it's totally different. Yeah. Zero. That's yeah. like that's like. The but they don't even see like uh, sometimes I talk to them and I'm like, do, do you kids have any idea of what what my life looked like when I was 16, 17, 18? And they're like, yeah. keep talking, uh, boomer. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know? well, okay, it's you know like what? Not even... when, when nobody's paying their bills. And, and, and the reality really kicks. It's like the leftists and all these really, you know, proud leftists. They go out in the world for the first time. Or mommy's not 
paying the bills and all of a sudden, well, uh, government's supposed to take care of me. What, what's going on here? You know, it's yeah. like, well, hey, that's life. That's why I think you need a little uh, sufferation. Like we all went through some kind of sufferation that made is that us. Really a word? <laughs> sufferation is a word. I don't sufferation. Okay, go ahead. Was look that, it up. Is that sufferation? You said it sufferation. Is. Yeah. Sufferation is a word, yeah. actually. Yeah. I thought it was a Hank word. It turns out it's a real word. A Hank word. But you have to. Um, you have to suffer. But do you? Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you? Looking at this thing that happened here, we all. Well, babyface, you don't necessarily have kids, but you see people that are like younger than you, right? You're you're close to thirty. Do you really see them looking at this all the way we look at it, or do you see them looking at it in a completely different light? Who, who are you talking about? Younger than me? Yeah, yeah. Like, let's say the twenty-something-year-olds out there. How are they looking at this versus how we're looking at it? Looking at what? What, what are we talking like about? Like this, this crisis that's happening stuff. right now. Yeah. How are we they looking the at pandemic? it versus? Huh? Oh, uh, they're, yeah. the the pandemic. I, I feel like the people younger than me are one hundred percent on board. I hate to say the word sheep, but everybody I know is like. You gotta stay at home. You gotta make sure you wear your mask when you go out. Make sure you um, don't talk to anybody. Don't uh, every every single person I know is like that, and I I, I just keep my mouth shut most of the time. But <laughs> yeah, what do you? Know, you I, I, go ahead. Go no, ahead. tell me what you're gonna say. Ask me what you're gonna ask. Well, so I mean, you know, I was gonna ask Ken if he if you're you are you seeing that same thing, or uh, how are you seeing young people reacting to this? Uh, yeah, it's. M- my kids are those young people, yeah, and uh, I see unemployment immediately, you know, uh, because of the level of jobs that they have. You know, they they are uh, they're in service jobs for the most part. My, one of my kids works uh, with autistic kids, and so that's shut down because mm-hmm. he can't be in contact with the kids. Uh, my daughter is a hairdresser; that's instantly shut down. Yeah, so I see instant economic issues come come along with it and yeah hardship and you know initial fear and you know but i do think i'm seeing it all over the place where everybody's starting to settle into this groove of okay i can manage this you know it's not the panic it's the i can manage this i think we're probably about a week and a half away from people going fuck this i'm going to do what i want to do (laughs) no it's already starting to happen yeah yeah but uh but uh, I do think that people are figuring out that they don't have to be all over the place all the time. And, you know, uh, a friend of mine, we talked about his kids. You know, he's got a younger child. And as I told him, you know that you're at the point in your life where every year you will see your child 50 per- You'll communicate with your child 50 percent less than you do right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because school becomes a priority in college. And then, yeah, so 50, take away 50% every year from this point of your life. And that's right around 12, mm-hmm. you know, where it just starts to decrease by 50% every year after 12. And he like, oh my God. Yeah. And, but that's changed now because mm-hmm. even our kids are at home being homeschooled. People are eating at their kitchen table. You know, it's changing <laughs> wow. what life, it's changing what life was. Yeah, you know, because they've watched every Netflix program. So they're actually talking <laughs> and communicating now. Mm-hmm. And they're sitting at the table having dinner together. And yeah, that wasn't happening. You know, we were we were a different society. So maybe this will reset us a little bit. 
I hope so. I really hope so. I think we were from the last 20, 30 years, we've been moving towards a really scary dystopia where everybody speaks to each other through phone, mm. like through text. Yeah. It, it, mm-hmm. We've been getting very much more and more separated. And as weird as it is being that we are isolated now, I feel like we're more in contact with each other almost now yeah. than we were a year ago. Or we appreciate each yeah. other a little bit better. Or maybe that's what it is, is we appreciate the human contact that we aren't allowed to have right now. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Walt. I know you're bubbling. No, I'm, I'm. No, go ahead. Say it. Because yeah. my 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 existence, aside from you know dining out and stuff, mm-hmm. really hasn't changed very much in the last mm-hmm. month. Um, I've been at the shop every day. Um, I mean, like I, I think said, things I, are I, a little different for you, right, Walter? You kind of live in the in Walter's world in your own ecosystem. <laughs> well, I mean, I only, live, not, a not, mile, I only not, live a mile. I only live a mile from my shop. Yeah, so. not in a bad way. Like, you are a family business. Everyone in the right. family works in the business. So right, you guys right, are right. going about, like, this is everyday right. well, life for you guys, right? And so technically, we're an essential business, actually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't work in a, like, a, I don't work in a restaurant or I don't work in, like, a hairdresser, for example. Everybody's like, Hank is, you know, he, he won't take his hat off because his hair's going <laughs> off. <laughs> and there's, there's like, it's a two-foot-long... There's like a two foot long fro underneath that thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My people so, need haircuts. <laughs> yeah. Um, but people like that, are, I could see, would really be a, a hard up if they if they had no reserves, you mm-hmm. know, no plan, no. And maybe that'll make some of these people think that maybe uh, being someone who's prepared, aka a little bit like a prepper, mm-hmm. might not be something to make fun of as mm-hmm. much. Mm-hmm. No, because people always make fun of prep. Oh, you're crazy, man! Why you need all that stuff? Why you yeah. why you want to yeah. have why you want to have a month's worth yeah. of food? They need the warning or kind of like the uh, what, like the drill, right? Of well, of this going is maybe through a this wake thing. up call yeah. for some folks. Because this maybe. is not bad. I know I know there's oh, people no, this dying, but this is not actually bad. And and for the most part, it's nice outside. You know, oh, today was other well, than the Florida, rain. It, it got yeah. cool. It was pretty nice. Yeah, yeah. there's oh, not really down. super like other than this. Like I said before, and the media and whatever trying to make this a big thing. Which people on the face of this planet, I think I don't know if we looked it up before, but we've had like maybe a hundred and five or hundred and ten thousand people die on the uh, in the whole world that we could push back relate to this. Um, that's probably what dies every day or every week or something yeah. like that. And, I, the and curve is right on top of each other. Yeah, I saw a stat on this the other day. Mm-hmm. You know, you look at the curve of you know millions of people die every year mm-hmm. by whatever for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, the curve is right where it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> I, I, we're, we haven't lost any more or any less than we're supposed to. Now that doesn't mean that you know some of these the people who were supposed to die are staying at home and not catching pneumonia or getting SARS or right. whatever. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, this disease is taking over what is causing those deaths, but we are where we're supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah. The planet balances itself out. You know. And every day goes by. It seems like there's more evidence that the numbers are being cooked too. So um, the death numbers and all that stuff, I mean. Yeah. Now, Q. James has a good point here that maybe we can get into this. He says, this human contact is causing a spike in the divorce rate. People being around (laughs) each other too much is taxing on some people's nerves. It's probably a positive. (laughs) No, I tell you, there are going to be a lot of babies named Corona. Oh, no. Corona. Nine months. Yeah. Be a lot of babies in November. Oh yeah, there's gonna be a lot of little Corona babies running around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they're all the, OB, 
the OBGN white guys are going to be awfully busy. Yeah. 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 COVID and Corona is going to be <laughs> COVID and <laughs> oh, Wuhan. There's going to be some Wuhan babies out there, too. Just, <laughs> you know, there might be some Trump babies. Might be some babies getting named after. Who knows, man? People are crazy when it comes to naming stuff. But then at the same time, there are people who are now spending a lot of time with each other realizing, I hate you. I, I you know, if you, if you don't actually get out of the house and go someplace. Well, very, very few normal couples live together all the time. Mm-hmm. Whether on, a lot of people work in two different jobs, mm-hmm. you know, and they're all, they go home, they come home, you know, back and forth, back and forth. They're not 24 mm-hmm. seven or, or whatever. And, you mm-hmm. know, uh, I work with my wife, so I, yeah, I, me I too. I mean, I, yeah. you know, it's funny the days that I'm here, cause if, for people that don't know that watch, um, I work from home all the time. My company, the company I work for, entirely works from home for the last like five years. Uh, so this isn't like new to us. But mm-hmm. the days that I'm here by myself, like the days that Marley's at the hospital, I'm bored out of my mind. I would much rather her have her here where I can just have random conversations throughout the day about, you know, what's going on than sitting here in front of the computer all day by myself. Yeah. Like, Mm-hmm. way better having her around i hope that more industries actually out of this uh, make the preparations or even build up like we don't have the infrastructure really built up for this in america we're kind of doing it ad hoc right now but we really do need the infrastructure to do this more like i'm literally renting a space in gainesville so i could have the internet access because out in the yeah. country i don't have it but what do you what do you mean to do this more so in other words for people not everyone but for people to work be able to work at home more, you know, and, and, and to be able to make a living working from home. I think there's lots of opportunities well, the way the world's changing now to do that. The social media, the Internet is, is a big example of that, you know. I think people should look into ways where they have their own business. Yeah, but but this is what I'm saying. This is how you can have your own business. So, for example, you know, the, like you're, you're a manufacturer, you, you mean- Walter. I can't work. I couldn't do well. Legally, I can't do what I'm doing at home. Yeah. No, I know. I know. But, but 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 there are people who could like I work for you, right? I work for you, but I don't live in Safety Harbor. No, no. So there's more people that can doable, do that kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, I think there's lots yeah. of opportunities out there for people to be able to do more things like this. Hopefully, uh, people start yeah. seeing that and taking hold of it, and then figuring out how to have things to take control over what they do. Yeah, yeah, I mean, hope opens up to some people's eyes. Yeah, know? or even the industry. Like, I hope the firearms industry, which we're supposed to be talking about, um, <laughs> you know, because the firearms industry is traditionally way behind. Ken, I'm sure you're seeing that. You came from the car industry into the firearms industry. When you came into the firearms industry, did you look around and go, wow, look at this super high technology. These guys are advanced. <laughs> Uh, no, no, uh, no, no. Uh, uh, and it, it's in all phases of the uh, uh, firearms industry. You know, I went from uh, the uh, magazine industry in the uh, automobile industry to the magazine industry in uh, firearms, and uh, it is literally easily 15 years behind the rest of the world, mm-hmm. you know, as far as marketing, as far as, you know, what, what you got, you know, what, what the firearms guys are looking, looking at with a Daniel Defense or a Glock and going, oh my God, that's so innovative, that's so cool the way they're doing this, <laughs> you know, has, has, yeah, no has been being done, that. you know, is still five years behind what's going on in, uh, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, in the normal, in the real world. But in a way, it's a good thing because, um, 
I think that the automotive industry and other industries have gone too far. They, they, it's not a human industry anymore. It's yeah. all about, well, yeah. it is about humans, but it's humans as cattle. You know, uh, you're assigned a number. Uh, you are, you become a type. You know, yeah. uh, you are a middle-aged statistic. man you're with a, a white, right? Exactly, you're mm-hmm. a middle-aged man with uh, 2.5 children <laughs> who, who makes who makes this purchase on this day. The wife is the main influencer in the home. Mm-hmm. She is partial to the color bronze or white. That's why you see the colors that you see in cars. Well, I love my wife. Yeah. Lo- my wife loves white cars, by the way. Yeah, yeah well, exactly. he's the, the man <laughs> and, knows his business. And uh, oh, dude, I'm telling you, and. Uh, she is. You look at men. That's the thing. The car industry has become a numbers industry. Mm-hmm. You know, you look at men who make those purchases. That's why you're not seeing uh, this pushback on on gas guzzling cars because men aren't making those decisions in the home anymore. Anyway, it's the wife who's making those decisions, and they need to be cars that move the children around. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, yeah. The wife says, when you go home, when you get ready to buy a car, you know, Hank, you might be the exception. You, you know, when you go home to buy a car and you say, you go home and say, honey, what do you think about this car? And she says, it doesn't do this, 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 and this. No. Yeah. You know, so, oh, no. So, well, I get that from Lola. I just try to get Lola to get rid of the uh, pickup truck. And she was like, no, uh-uh. Everybody needs to, a vehicle that everyone could get in, not a vehicle right. that you could drive around in by yourself. <laughs> and, and, and Lola is being practical. Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess you you're not being that. practical. You know, it's mm-hmm. like <laughs> the gun industry is still an extremely family-owned business, small business person. Mm-hmm. There's not the money in this industry that people think there is. You know, it is uh, mm-hmm. it is a lot tighter money-wise mm-hmm. than people actually think it is. You know, people that profit margins are not as high as people think. Yeah, not not even close. Yeah, you know? so. Mm-hmm. It, it is way behind for a lot of reasons. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the, it's still a one person or a family owned business making decisions for a company. And a lot of times they are so behind the times that they don't understand that they need to hire, you know, the type of people they even need to hire. You know, they go out and, you know, a gun guy isn't always, you know, number, automotive companies go out and hire uh, engineers and mathematicians and statisticians, you know, because they want to know what this line actually means and what these trends actually mean in social media. They have social media directors who are paying attention to the clicks, Mm -hmm. you know, and why, why is this ad getting more clicks than this ad is getting, yeah, and, you know, then you got the, the the accountant guy who's sitting there going, yeah, why am I paying this photographer to go out here and take this photo when I can build up this department over here and can change the entire uh, atmosphere behind a photo, uh, add this color to the car, tweak it slightly, change the rims on it when I want them changed, that and save me money every time that happens. Mm-hmm. You know, these are these are all bean counter decisions. These are not decisions made on, by passionate people. That's one of the reasons I love the gun industry because it's still full of passionate people who make decisions because that's what I felt like I needed to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I'm a uh, I'm a I'm an old school creative, and you know I always remember the car that I love is a '64 Mustang. Mm. Yeah, and mm. yeah, and it's, it's the '64 Mustang is is a cars are pieces of metal sitting on pieces of rubber riding on flat concrete. There is absolutely zero that should be sexy about them. Mm -hmm. Okay. But what they do is they connect to a piece of our life because I remember the first kiss in a car. I remember 
the car my dad had. Mm-hmm. I do remember that the smell of the car went that that 65 or 64 Mustang when it went down the street. And I felt my dad's hand tighten up as he was holding my hand. Mm-hmm. And we're both looking there and we hear this car go down and we're both looking at it. And he looks down at me and goes, <laughs> cool, huh? And I look up and go, yeah. Yeah, because that's why the 64 Mustang means something to me. Mm-hmm. That's why different guns mean something to people because it's the father, their gun, the, the gun their father handed down to them or the first hunting trip they went on. Inanimate objects mean nothing. People move inanimate objects. And in if we can touch those people and convince them that that means something to you, then we can move product. Hmm. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know if anyone could put that better. I, I, I think it's nine o'clock. I think we just need to end right there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was too perfect. Yeah. Go ahead, yeah. Walt. What are you going to say? Yeah, and, and that's why the corporate, the, uh, the freedom group and all that stuff doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Because you took... You took no, a so. company like you took a company like DPMS, for example, that I would see like at Knob Creek, and they had faces to the to the to the mm. company, and all of a sudden it gets gobbled up, and they're not there anymore because that doesn't matter to anybody anymore. Yeah, it's yeah. all about the shekels. Mm-hmm. So you know, I mean, yeah. it's, it's I just think that's a, true. Yeah. yeah, I think that's the beauty of this, and obviously I, I, we want to wrap it up here, but I think that's the beauty of something like this, right? Folks can come connect. To someone like Ken, they never met before, maybe they didn't know that represents this company and go, wow, you know, that can change someone's mind wherever they're at. Like everyone, if you say Century Arms, for example, or if you say Safety Harbor Firearms, or you say Glock or any company out there to someone, they're going to have an image. And this is the like, uh, I, I mean, I don't want to change what you said, but I think this is the opportunity to be able to take control of what goes out there to people and how they feel about something. And it's when you're actually talking to them about why you're building this thing, how you're building it, you know, what is it that influenced you? Where's the passion behind it? And then if that catches fire with them too, they're like, hey, I got to own a piece of that. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's part of it. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so listen, we should probably we should probably wrap it up here. Uh, I'm going to start with Babyface P. We'll let everyone here tell the folks out there who are watching. By the way, guys, smash the thumbs ups. We've got a couple of minutes. We're still here. If you can, smash the thumbs ups. Patrick, how can the folks out there support you? Uh, YouTube.com slash babyfacep. We uh, just hit 3,000 subscribers, and we are going to continue pushing wow. along yeah. to wherever we land. Three million, um, right around the corner. I, hey, man, if I could hit three million, yes. I don't know what I would do with myself. Uh, I know what you could do. I could definitely help uh, you. I could buy a car <laughs> off of my back, right? If you hit three million, I'm, I'm hiring babyface, too. <laughs> That's right. We're going to call that. But no, we're moving. We're chugging right along. It took me... Two or three months to go from two thousand to three thousand. So we're, mm-hmm. we're we're chugging pretty along good. pretty nicely. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, content every Monday. Uh, if you guys want to go see it, again, YouTube.com/slash BabyfaceP. I'm sure I'm preaching to the choir. Everybody out there probably has seen me. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Walter, what about you? How can the folks out there keep up with your your shenanigans? Yep, and my yeah, craziness. Yeah, you yeah. can check us out on Facebook and Instagram. Um, Safety Hour Farms. Uh, also, there's SafetyHourFarms.com. Um, there's also some stuff over on Gunstream or Safety Air Firearms and over on Mines. Yeah, Sten Parts. Let's not forget Sten, Sten Parts. Parts. Don't forget com. about Sten Parts. I've been doing Sten Parts since 1999. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and, you know, people have been at home with this COVID, COVID, COVID virus. They've been building, they've been building stuff, man, because they've been buying parts. So Sten, Sten guns right? have been getting built? <laughs> the Sten's gun. No, shh. 
They're building projects. <laughs> oh, okay, right, 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 right. Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> yeah. It's like wintertime. In the wintertime, our business goes up because people are at home in the, and they're doing stuff in the basement. Mm-hmm. Same thing happened with this virus thing. They're sitting at home going, what am I going to do? Yeah, people they bust, yeah, they bust out the parts kit and they start <laughs> – the brain starts going. But it's yeah, good, so. absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. So stemparts.com too. Yep, yep. Okay, awesome. Ken, there's lots of people out here thanking you for coming on the show. I think you're an awesome, uh, awesome guest, man. Hopefully you'll come back on again. Mm-hmm. I appreciate and, it. Always and, there, man. Always there. Just let yeah, me know. Yeah, uh, bless us, grace us with the wisdom. We would, we would uh, love uh, to have that. Yeah, I'm fortunate to be hanging out with you guys. I appreciate the offer. Thanks for having me on. Even after Lola destroyed me, I appreciate it. (laughs) (laughs) No, it was a good video. It was a good video. So how can the folks out, if anyone wants to follow up with you guys or communicate with you, what's the best way? What's the best social media or way to get in touch with you? Uh, We are all over social media. The best two social media platforms for us are Facebook. Uh, You can reach us at Century Arms. Uh, We're at Century Arms on Facebook, at Century Arms on uh, uh, Instagram. And we are at U.S. Palm on both platforms, and we are at Canic USA on black, at, on both platforms. So check us out all over there, and uh, uh, we pay attention to it. I pay great attention to our social media. Uh, myself and Adam spend a lot of time on it. Uh, a lot of times, if you're communicating with anybody, you're communicating with either myself or Adam on our uh, social media. So awesome. uh, please reach out. Uh, you know, we'll uh, put product out there. We're doing. Uh, we're working hard to do a much better job of uh, uh, reposting and uh, tagging people on their their product on the uh, photos they put out there. So please yeah. uh, give us a shout out. We we love it. Yeah, absolutely. I forgot who it was, but we're expecting uh, a picture from someone out there with twelve canics. I think it was the range. Wow, was it the range? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're expecting to see I, that keep, picture. Go. Keep an eye out for that. One. Yes, <laughs> tag us all if you're still hearing it. Um, I'm going to remind everyone. Look, you can get these on HankStrange.com. There's a way that you could get yourself the Hank Strange broadcast patch right there. Uh, We've got some other patches going to be coming through. So go to HankStrange.com, sign up for our email list, subscribe to that. We'll have lots of different things going on through there. I want to thank everyone for coming on. Thanks to Ken from Century Arms. Thanks to Babyface P, Walter also for being here. Thanks to all you guys. We're not going to be here the rest of the week. We're taking Thursday and Friday off. I've got a bunch of stuff that I have to uh, take care of and get done. We'll be back next Monday. And of course, we'll have some awesome people coming through Monday to see everyone. Let me, um, everyone stay right there. Let me hit the button to roll the end credits here on the show. Make sure you guys subscribe. Smash the thumbs up, ring the bell so you can be notified every time we go live, of course. You can find us on audio. We rip out the audio here. It goes on iTunes, Podbean, all the places you get your uh, podcasts. Uh, any final words from the folks out there? Any any words? Walter, Babyface, Ken? Happy night. Yes. Yes, yeah, Ab- Absolutely. Stay cool and free. Stay yeah. cool. <laughs> Bye. Yeah, see you guys. We're out of here. Peace. <laughs>